This is a homebrew podcast. Hey, Kat, who's who's your new friend there? Oh, this this is Chef Grendelbot. Kellen's asking me to put him together. Chef uh, Grendelbot? What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. I was just asked to boot him up. Why is he in pieces? Do you not all just, like, come together? Do you actually have to put yourself together in pieces? I was completely together when I was turned on. Yes, that makes sense. Well, what'd you decide to do it in the reverse order for this one? Why is he already turned on, then? Oh, why'd you turn me on so early? What the hell is that? It was so you could talk to them. Why does your face look like that? I'm made in the image of my god. (laughs) Your god looks like that. (laughs) Yeah, and yours, too. Uh, Is this Spot Mitchell that convert us or something? I thought you said it was a chef. I am a chef. I'm the best chef in the goddamn universe. See, he's a chef. Now, I just need to attach the head to the body. All right. I feel it. The power. Why am I so short? I mean, you're taller than I am. I think that's just what the Awakened look like. Hmm. I do not think we are short. Well, you should see the real me. Is this not the real you? What do you mean, real you? I don't even know. Sh- should we test him out? Yeah. Have him make something. I can make anything you want. All right, let's put you to the test. Let's, uh, FMJ Ace. What do you want? A grundle shake? All right. What in the hell is a grundle shake? Is that a new dance? I don't know. Well, this thing is called a grundle bot, isn't it? Yeah, that's my name. <laughs> and I guess it is technically my first birthday, you know. <laughs> Alright, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Mix in some of these mix-ins, some coconut, cheesecake, some heat spice. Oh, it's a little sweet. I'm going to put some of this soy sauce in here. I don't level it out. Alright, here you go. Take it. <laughs> Welcome to the crew, FMJ Ace. I can't believe he drank that. Welcome back to the homebrew. This is campaign two, retrograde infinitum, not infinitum. Don't at me. It's infinite, not infinite. And everyone else, including the dictionary, is wrong. I'm Grant Milky, the narrator. I'm joined by five edge runners who are medtech, Andy Hadfield, Sapphire Hayes, best at recon, Rocker Boy, Cody Smith, Roger Sokko. Wow, you can really dance. Fixer, Emily Folger, CC Ren, and I'm fine. She's totally fine. Nomad, John, Kaylee, Cat, and I dispose of bodies. And our executive, Tyrell Knight, is not with us today. They're out getting some R&R out west uh, for much overdue vacation, but we are going to proceed. Previously on the homebrew, Cat drove out to the mushroom forests in search of some shroom toads to dispose of a body. The body was strange and seemed to be like mostly hollow. Uh, so Kat snapped a photo and shared it with the rest of the crew, who Cece identified as looking very much like someone she used to know who uh, dis- was deceased as of several years ago. Kat refused to share any more details, and unfortunately, Cece's night did not get any better. Her little brother, Olvin, ran away from home, got a tattoo, and visited Hawk's Landing, hoping to become an edge runner. When it became apparent she was going to send him home, he ran, disabling the security cameras on his way out. But there was still work to be done. The edge runners piled into Rhonda, Kat's sedan, and headed to Rust and Thunder, 
an elven club on the Upper East Side of the Stacks. Cece and Roger checked out the club and met the dealer, a New City Tarot fanatic, an ancient elf who Kellen believes is one of the two brothers of the archivist. Roger shared a dance, but not his name, and the dealer offered to do a reading, drawing the same card as Carl Gauss at the end of his path, the superstar, the mortal totem, the flame for the moths. He claimed to be unable to read Cece because of the intense emotions swirling around inside of her. Some of the crew headed back to Callus's Conapt for the night. Remind me, everyone, we're going to skip forward a little bit in time. I know, Pat, you're staying in your car for the night, correct? Yep. And is Bruce staying with you? Is that what you said? Or what's everyone doing for the night here? Yeah, I think Bruce was staying with is chilling in the car with me. Okay. As a form of punishment. Sapphire <laughs> <laughs> was going to sleep at Callus's apartment. Okay. And that leaves Cece and Roger. Yeah, Cece and Roger were at the club still. They stayed right. there overnight. Dancing okay. night away. You guys don't like sleeping. I've noticed <laughs> so far. I don't think Cece would have slept either way. Let's be honest here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about the nightlife. So, um... I mean, the night's going to continue on fairly the same way that it started. Dancing, the club is relatively like low key. It seems like the people, there's not, there's not coming and going. It's like the people who are in the club are the people who were there when you first came <laughs> and visited. Uh, and sure. they're, they're drinking. Um, there's some food that gets passed around, but it's mostly like, you know, light little charcuterie bites and things of that nature. But yeah, no, nothing crazy. I think it would probably get boring after a couple hours unless you wanted to dance with a dealer who seems to have an infinite amount of energy for a very elderly elf. So kind of describe to me what the night is like for you to Roger and Cece. What are you doing? Cece posts up in a corner. She has gotten her beer and will probably just keep sipping on that, just kind of staring you're not sure if she's actually watching the people, if she's, like, actually doing recon, or just kind of staring into the abyss. Yeah, Roger will be, like, kind of bouncing back and forth between the bar, the booth, where Cece's at, and then back to the dealer, and then back to the bar. You know, just just kind of trying to have a good time, make it, make the best of it. Okay, so we'll roll around to the morning. We're going we're gonna to call it about 10 a.m., 10 a.m. on day three, episode three. Look at how well that works out. Roger and Cece, you are both extremely tired, which is a negative four, I believe, on all of your checks, or five mm-hmm. or seven. It's pretty punishing. Yeah, that's a exhausted is negative four for both negative of us. Negative four. And uh, Sapphire, so I imagine that Rhonda is parked out on the street underneath Callus's Conapt, uh, like his apartment building. In the morning, Callus would tell you that he's gotten a call he has to attend to and he will catch up with you as soon as possible and um, swaps spots with Bruce. So you and Kat are in Rhonda now and Bruce and Callus have fucked off. So (laughs) the floor is yours. The sun has started to rise over the little moon um, and peeked over the you know debris field that's up in the up in the sky of New City. There's like this brief moment of like almost like a prismatic effect that washes over the New City while the sun you know is able to fully go through the debris field. And as it kind of like skirts the corner of this arcane energy field in the sky, 
that just washes over New City, and then it is morning. Good morning, Kat. Good morning. How was your night with Bruce? It went swell. How was your night at Callus's? I don't want to talk about it. He's got a nice place, though, I will say that. Shall we go get Cece and Roger? Have, have we checked in with them at all? Should we t- message them to see if they're even still going? Um, I have gotten periodic messages from Roger. They're just of uh, swinging eggplants, but that is all. Well, I'm, I'm glad they're being sent to you and not to me. Uh, maybe we should go go pick them up. I'm sure they're absolutely exhausted because I don't believe they've slept. Agreed. Cat will start up Rhonda. There's no bodies in the trunk this time, right? Would you like to stay in the trunk? N- no, I don't. No, I mean, no. there's no dead, but there's no dead bodies in the trunk currently. There was never dead bodies in trunk. Where was the dead body then? There'd be a little shushing animation like uh, finger to the lips on Kat's screen. It's just us in this car. You could just tell me. As he just starts driving away. <laughs> oh my god. That had very... There is no war in Bossy City vibes. <laughs> that is no war. Okay, so you guys <laughs> arrive. It's a little bit of a drive from Central District to uh, the Upper East Side of the Stacks, which is um, you know, as you kind of approach, you would take one of these like highways. They're completely unfinished, but the nanite swarm that built this city had built some like road that kind of wraps around Central District. While you're arriving up to where you're about to go, you see in the distance, you see one of these quarantine zones. So this is quarantine beta on this side of the map. Um, and there are these huge walled off portions of the city. And the walls yeah. are like... They're very, very high. They're like 120 feet in the sky. Um, And then inside, there are like, it's just ruin and crumbled buildings. So basically, uh, in the history of New City, the AI that built the city, when people first jacked into the big net and first started wearing cyberwear, and then the big net was taken out by a Luddite virus, those people went completely brain dead. There's a... they are essentially like zombies and they have a virus in their cyberware that they can pass to other people that completely disables all of their sentience, all of their sapience. So the quarantine zones is basically parts of the city where it was like the worst and they just walled it off. And there are still like mindless tech zombie hordes roaming the streets there. And yeah, you are parked outside of Rust and Thunder now. Should we just wait? I guess I could text CC. Message CC. just, we're outside. She'll come walking around the corner, because the sun has been up for a while, yeah? So the club is empty. Oh, yeah, so I should say, when the sun is up, people start, they just uh, head outside, and they start going about their day. Um, Around the time period from about 7 a.m. to, uh, like, 11 a.m., the elves just go completely silent, and they stop drinking, they stop doing anything. They're just sitting in the booths and it gets completely like still, but not quiet. The music is still going. Everything's still pumping. And you guys can give me a check for that. Let's do a hmm. Hmm. Human perception. Yeah, I guess. Or a streetwise or human perception. Cece and Roger as everyone just goes completely still. Human perception. Get that negative four. It's at a minus four. Uh, 10. Uh, 17? 17? Okay. 
So CC Ren, you're just completely and entirely creeped out. Uh, Roger, you are familiar with uh, elves for whatever reason you want to give me, since they kind of like, they, they don't generally interact in your circles, but you are familiar that elves don't sleep like humans. They are like mortals. They trance for like four hours. Mm. It'd probably be very unsettling to see, even though you are kind of aware or you had a friend or whatever that is, but they trance for a few hours and then they get up and they, well, around the time the sun is up, they, they leave, exit the club. And they all do it from like, is it right at 7 a.m. on the dot or like progressively they start going into trance or is it like, boom, everyone is in trance, everyone comes out of trance. It seems like it seems like it's on a schedule. The same okay. way that they all came inside at the same time, it seems like it was very much like right at the same time. And the dealer just sits cross-legged on the dance floor. Yeah, I heard about this. I was I was dating this uh, elven bird named Verona for a while, and when we would sleep together, she would just do this. <laughs> I, I didn't. She had to explain it to me a couple times. But, you know, once I got it, we would just cuddle. Uh, it didn't really make a difference to me if she was in a trance or whatever. I would just go to sleep. That feels really weird. Yeah, I, I think she was staring at me while I slept. Some of them got their eyes open. <laughs> happening. Okay. Um, oh, perfect. Uh, they're here. They're right outside to pick us up. Let's go. All right. Well, it's too bad. I was going to say goodbye to the dealer, but uh, I'll just leave him a note. Dear dealer. It was nice to meet you. I, I mean, he's awake by the time they get there, just because of the drive time. So oh. he would he would finish the trance. Everyone would kind of leave. Um, you would see him uh, go off into a corner. Uh, it looks like there's like a private booth in the back. Uh, and then he comes out and he's wearing pants. He has like a, a loose dress shirt that's unbuttoned pretty far and has like some jewelry on now. So he's wearing more than just the leather studded coat now. He's pretty much fully clothed. Um, and he starts to pop up, pop on some shoes, and he pulls his like long silver hair into like a ponytail, and he would start to head out. But then you said he wanted to approach him. Hold on, mate. Hold on. I've got something for you here. It's me mobile. I just thought we could reconnect sometime. You seem like a really fun party animal. Maybe you could come to one of me shows. Bring, bring the crowd. I think I could show him a good time. Eh, don't don't want to risk getting stuck out there. At night, we just stay here. It's very safe here. You said the moon's still out, so we don't we don't mess with the moon. Yeah, it's still out there. Well, I mean, not right now. I don't fuck with the moon. Do you fuck with the moon? I've never been to the moon. I don't. It's all right, I guess. Never really thought much of it. It's just kind of there, ain't it? He looks at you like blankly, like it's not registering with him at all what you just said. Roger, maybe you could come play at his club. Yeah, I can do that. We can bring the band here. Waffles will probably love this place. Right up his alley. I, like, look down at his package. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He looks around and is like, I've never never had live music here. Uh, It'd be a little bit of a different swing, but I think we could play it. What? You'll have to tell me your name. You didn't seem too keen on that. I figured you were hiding from somebody. You're going to play incognito play anonymously is that normal well, i mean this feels I very guess, personal to me <laughs> i guess since we're such good friends mate i could give you my band we're called spinal scepter here we are you can find us on the here's our website i'll send it to you on your mobile what's your what's your phone number again what's your agent uh, number 
I don't. I don't have one of those devices. You don't want. How do you function, mate? How do you get around? How do you do your thing? He picks up his feet and then he motions around. Oh, I, I guess yeah. I work work the streets during the day. I give people their their vices and then I to spend the night in the club. What do you have for vice? He gives you a little wink and he says, "I'm probably too strong for you. No offense. A pretty fellow like you." Like drugs? Yeah, like drugs. I felt like the insinuation was fairly strong, but yes, <laughs> like drugs. I'm just clarifying. I, I'm sorry, I was so in, you know, the, the heat of the, the music, the dance, the volume, the, the, the alcohol, all of this. I, I feel some clarity this morning, and I don't, I, I don't know why you're here. We don't get visitors. Yeah, I, I enjoy dancing with you, but what, what, is, what is all this about? You're asking about my business ventures. You want to play my show. Well, now I kind of want some drugs, but I want to play here. Roll a... What what are you doing to him? Are you trying to (laughs) become his friend? Yeah, I just want to be his friend. Okay, give me... He's the dealer. I'm the mysterious rocker man. I thought this would work. Sure. (laughs) I Uh, thought we had beautiful music together last night, mate. (laughs) Um, give me a persuasion roll. Minus four, because you're very tired. I am very tired. Oh my god! <laughs> 21! Beautiful. I whip my hair back and forth and be like, listen, mate, I just don't... You're too pretty. I just don't think I'll have to explain myself. He looks you up and down like, you're so mysterious and pretty. Uh, <laughs> it seems too good to be true, but I've feel like I trust you. Uh, all right, you can play. You can trust me with your life. Well, <laughs> whoa. Um, I trust you to play music. Um, you can definitely trust me for that. You've closed the sale. Uh, you'll have to bring some of your own equipment. Um, oh, yeah. We got top-notch equipment. All right. How much does this run? Well, 200 each. 200 yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Uh, can we pay any in drugs? You said you wanted drugs. Uh, well, I... It, is CC listening? <laughs> yes, CC is standing behind you watching the entire time. <laughs> I'll, I'll take cash for this transaction, mate. But we can talk about the drugs later. Uh, okay. Roll a... A trading check, I'm gonna say. Have we seen any trading checks yet? Ooh, I'm not the best. It's one of my few, like, skills I'm not the best at, but I'll do it. I feel like negotiating, it's a social skill. I, I'm i going to call it trading. I got an 11. An 11? Uh, and let's give the dealer a check, an opposed uh, trading check. And he's not tired. Oh, my God. Uh, oh. No, he is not. <laughs> <laughs> Max. Max Max. Yeah. 26. Listen, drugs are okay, mate. We'll play for drugs. That's what we got to do. <laughs> I'll, I'll dra- I was just going to say maybe half. A hundred nano each and, you know, pick your poison from there. Listen, my band might not be interested. Uh, you can pay me in drugs. How's it? How's it? Pay me in drugs, you pay my band in cash. He holds out his hand to you. I will shake on that. And he's... Uh, all right, I'll, I'll say what's your... Uh, you go up, you go down, you stick around... What do you do? After the show? No, it's your poison. Cece <laughs> oh, is oh, just oh. shaking her do head. Do you do drugs? <laughs> Are you sure this isn't going to be too hard for you? I like them all, mate. 
I like them all. Okay. I like a mix and match. Would you say a dealer's choice, then? He winks at you. Absolutely. Whatever's your finest. All right. Well, when do you want to do this? Um, well, we're not booked for a while, so whenever. I mean, oh. we're, we're free ASAP. Wow. It's a wide open schedule for your band. Well, like- I mean, I wouldn't say wide open. We've got ourselves a house gig. All right. But that's just a thing. We can do that whenever. I mean, don't Roger just, you know, not to butt in here. You need time to prepare. You got to get your new set list. You know, you got to match the vibe uh, My songs, here. I don't have to work on a set list. I've got my songs. Roger, why not give yourself a couple of weeks? <sighs> yeah, I guess everyone tells me I need to work on my rump shaking. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to study your moves. I'll yeah. get back to you in a week. Oh, we're not scheduling. <laughs> I mean... You can schedule, Roger. I'll just say, like, give yourself a couple of weeks. Like, schedule out a couple of weeks. She's the brains of the operation, if you can't Hi. tell. I'm his Hi. I'm his manager. Um, I'm trying to make him be more independent, so, you know, having him start the conversations. Why don't we talk about, how about, like, three weeks? We'll make sure he's got a nice set list for you, really match the vibe, all that jazz. He nods, seems to be considering a little bit. Oh, all right, I mean, three weeks, that's... I mean, we can do it earlier if you want, like, a pre-show. How about that? How about we plan for three weeks and we can do, like, a little pre-show setup in, like, a week and a half. How about that? All right. I mean, there's not much happening here. I I think uh, this will be new experience for everyone. And as you know, schedule's also wide open. So, uh, yeah, let's... Three weeks. Great. Do, do I have to wear... Is there a dress code? Do I have to wear pants to the show? I mean, no, this I is your place. club. All right, well, time to get to work. Going to go move some things. He winks at you. I wish you luck. And I will give him one of my luck. (laughs) (laughs) And he politely declines and says, you're very tired. We're going to need all of that. (laughs) (laughs) I I am pretty tired, mate. That's probably why I'm giving away my shit. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's, let's go, Roger. How about that? Let's, Let's head out. All right. Whatever you say. All right. And I'm going to turn around and start walking out. Have a good day. Yeah. And the um, uh, couple people stay in the club. They seem to be kind of like just cleaning up, wiping everything down. But music is much lower than it was. And the lights have kind of like turned back on to that kind of normal fluorescent white color. Uh, And you head out. And Sapphire and Cat are sitting in Rhonda just waiting for you. Cat and Sapphire, you see uh, Roger and Cece come out. They look like absolute shit. <laughs> well, I guess Roger Roger probably doesn't look that bad because he, like, crit his personal grooming yeah. check yesterday. I'm probably a little stinky from dancing all night. <laughs> but I, I probably look pretty good still. But I get in the car and it definitely, you know, like, smell the funk. Oh, what? I texted you, like, 20 minutes ago. What, what were you doing? We were having a conversation with the proprietor. We're setting up a way back in. You, we have three weeks to get this what? job under control. What happened to Recon? You're supposed to just go in and get a feel of the place. You talk to the man. We did that too. I mean, they're like friends now, so there's at least that. You're friends with him. So yeah, we just skipped, skipped the Recon part and went just straight to talking. Okay, Callus, this is going to be so bad. Well, I didn't know what to do. It was kind of an awkward scene. You see, we walked in, and everyone's sitting around with a beer and a machine gun, and they had just disarmed me. So I had to use my only weapon, 
Me romp. I had a dance-off with the man. You, you had a dance-off with the dealer? Absolutely. Were other people dancing, or was it just... Nope. Uh, no, nobody else was Not dancing. Not a one. Nope. Not a soul. Club of 40 people, and it was just Roger and the dealer. So... And they were all holding guns and stuff, so I had to, I had to make it look good. So let me get this straight. You walked in, two humans in an elf bar, and you just had a dance-off with the most important man in the room, and are probably now going to be the talk of, like, the whole district. Uh-huh. I didn't give him my name, just my band's name. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not that dumb. I can get your name. Well, if he wants to buy an album, he can find my name on the inside of the cover. What? Why but did you give him? Buy an album first, and see that's how you do sales. Why did you give him your band's name? Huh? Because we're booked. Spinal Scepter is playing here in three weeks, which means we have an end to do whatever we need to. All our problems solved. Oh boy. All right. Well, then we have three weeks to figure it out. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. think that's how it worked. Uh, to be honest with you guys, I think we could just ask him and be like, hey, mate, give us a key. We're pretty cool. Oh, well, I can go ask him. Yeah, I let's, think it would work. Maybe let's not do that. Um, also, he's gone. He's out selling, isn't he? He waves at you from the street corner. I mean, if I drive really slow, we could probably catch up to him. Just cruise yeah. and look. We can wait a week or two. I mean, it's, we can always move the show earlier. You know, the whole point was to keep quiet and not get it out there that we're doing this, right? You remember that point? I mean, nothing about the key came up. Yeah, I didn't tell him about that part yet. True. Probably shouldn't tell him we're looking for the key. Also, they work on some, like, very strict schedule. From 7 a.m. to 11 a.m., they're all just zoned. Right. So there's that as well. So make sure to get plenty of sleep and rest up the night before our mission. I am particularly tired. Yeah, you both kind of look horrible. So, though, Roger, somehow your teeth are still super shiny, even though you smell like shit. I don't... It's very disconcerting. Yeah, it's an implant. <sighs> Where the hell is Callus, by the way? <laughs> he had some kind of job. I don't... You know, when they say jump, he says how high. So... He is going to go do his own shit because we are obviously not as important as the rest of his life. I like how that works, that when he wants to go do his own shit, it's totally fine, but when I want to go off off script, when I do something crazy with the delay, it's I get a lecture in the car. He didn't go against the plan. He just went and did his own thing. Well, he's supposed to be here. To pick you up. I'm pretty sure me and Kat can handle it. If he misses one goddamn rat thing that happens here, if that's important. You can tell him all about it. I mean, he's got special rules about you anyways. You're not allowed to sleep in his apartment. So, just add it on. I wouldn't want to say that anyway. It's pretty nice. I don't know why you wouldn't. His couch is particularly uncomfortable. It's leather. Kept sticking to me face. I disagree. It was absolutely comfortable. Well, you have fur. I don't see the point here. Did you stay over at Callus's place, Seth? Yeah, the original plan was for me to just sleep there so that we could leave early and Kat could pick us up and we could just come back and we didn't have to, like, drive all over the place. Mm. But he just, like, shoo-shoo in the morning because, you know, again, work stuff. Yeah, that tracks. In a Callus fashion. Rhonda gets great fuel economy. I don't know why you're worried. It wasn't about Rhonda. It was about time. Uh, hey, Kat, you hmm. want to drop me off? 
Can you drop me off at home on the way back? I don't know what you guys are getting up to today, but without Callus, I don't know that we're doing a whole lot today anyways. Um, and I want to sleep in my own bed, preferably. I can do that. Thank you. Roger, would you also like to be taken home? Because you're not sleeping in my car again. Why not? Rhonda does not deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we had a good time. I didn't I treat it all right. Didn't do anything I wouldn't do with anyone else. <laughs> so we've got um, <laughs> Cece heading back to her apartment. And Roger and Sapphire, where are you guys headed for just to wrap up this day or whatever we're headed to next? Sapphire would probably try to go do some kind of job or something while CC and Roger get some sleep to try to yeah. make some cash. If uh, if Cap won't let me sleep in his car, I'm going to have to have him take me home. <laughs> it's kind of up to you, mate. Pick your poison. Would you like to drive me home or can I just sleep in the back? Will you pick up your laundry this time? Oh, I've totally forgot about me laundry, mate. Oh my god, what happened to it? It's in an alley. <laughs> well, that's not very helpful. Why would you do such a thing to me? Thought we were friends. You said you would pick it up. All oh, right, I spaced it out, man. I totally forgot. And I forgot it in an alley. Do you actually have an extra change of clothes? It what? I'm just curious, like, because <laughs> clothes cost money in this game, so like... <laughs> Oh, do you actually I have forgot one? about that. <laughs> right, no, I mean, I changed clothes in an episode, but technically I only have one yes. nice set of clothes. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to get yourself some uh, some extras for, for changes. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. So it, it evens out since you've left one set of clothes in an alley, uh, that you're down to one set of clothes. So you might have to might have to get going. Go search for that original set of clothes. Oh, I'm getting paid in drugs for my next job, so that's not going to be very helpful. They don't accept, what? They don't accept drugs at the clothing outlet. You're getting paid in drugs? Yeah, it was a concession I had to make for me band. They don't know what I do for them. They don't understand the troubles I go through, <laughs> the lengths. Oh. What kind of drugs? I don't know. I said dealer's choice. <laughs> Uppers and downers mixed together in an eight ball of passion. Oh my god. Cece, did you like, were you around for any of this or did you just let it happen? I mean, who am I to step in, you know, when a, when a man's negotiating for his band? I mean, I did step in when he wanted to perform in like a couple days. We needed more time yeah. than that, but. Oh, I appreciate that. I came across a bit too eager, didn't I? Yeah. A little bit too desperate, right? You gotta tease them out a bit. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta make it... You never say that you're totally free. Come on. That's like scheduling 101. Right, what was I thinking? It was a momentary lapse of judgment. All right, maybe you should, too, should get some sleep. We'll meet back at Hope's Landing in a couple of hours. I don't, you probably need a full night's sleep, don't you? Maybe this evening? Whatever. Yeah. I don't need a full night's sleep. I get. I could go right now. I, I feel like you should get totally a free. F- full night's sleep. Do we have anything we need to do today? We have no other jobs lined up right now. I haven't heard anything from Kellen, so... Just this? No, but we have to do some kind of recon or research. Or we can't just walk in there in three weeks. I, that was my plan. I had to get waffles on board. I think he might be a stick in the mud. Yes, and now we're involving your band. Let's. A couple of days from now, Roger or Cece could just walk in there during the down, the sleeping times, and try to for more recon. 
Yeah, we can also say we need to, I don't know, look for jacks for the instruments and... Oh, give me a couple hours and I'll come up with something. Right. We'll reconvene, make a plan after you get some sleep and Roger does whatever he needs to do because he doesn't need sleep. I'll probably go to sleep. <laughs> yes, I know. Just being honest. Okay. So, um, Kat drops off uh, Cece at um, her apartment in the stacks. Roger is sleeping in the car, correct? Kat. Hmm. Fine. <laughs> All right. I'll do me laundry this time, mate. I promise I won't forget. And uh, Sapphire, you said you're going to do your uh, gig. I'm not going to count the one we did on the, the intro episode, mm-hmm. but moving forward, it's once every seven days you can do a gig. Okay. So um, how do you generally get around if you're uh, not with Kat? Do you just taxi, walk? probably walk for the most part taxi if i have to but gotcha it's walking around the streets is how you see all the people um so cc and how you get mugged too <laughs> cc and roger are sleeping cat what are you doing cat already did his current job and <laughs> doesn't have anything else to do right now probably hang out at hawk's landing if he gets tired maybe nap on one of the couches okay in the downtime I mean, you can do your gig, too. So once a week, you guys can do gigs. I know I gave you guys both some, like, RP stuff in the intro episode, but we can start doing the actual mechanical gig if you want to. Oh. Well, if I got downtime right now, then I would probably try to go do... Okay. Sounds like we've got about a day of downtime. So both of you give me a 1d6. Just a straight 1d6. That's a 5. A 6. Nice roll. Oh. Unless that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Six is bad for hustles. No. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Yep. So Kat was unable to find work, legit or otherwise. But Sapphire, you have a, uh, a person looking for a medical procedure, and it looks like they're a little bit more well off than would traditionally be around the stacks. So... This is like a topper or an exec or something to that effect. My target clientele. Perfect. <laughs> and they, uh, yeah, I think they they sought you out specifically for, you know what I mean? Like a low profile uh, job. Some black market surgery, sure. Yeah. And um, they're having a piece of cyberware removed is what we'll say. So they're having a... Trying to get out that old company tracker. Yeah, something to that effect. They're, they're swapping out a, I can't remember, a neural link. Yeah, so they're, they're having a neural link swapped out. And that will net you 200 nano at your rink. Swapping out a neural link and getting a Mr. Stud. Put it under my jacket as black market surgery. Nice. So we are fast forwarding to the end of day three. There'll be a brief few hours when everyone is awake before you all kind of like reset your shitty sleep schedules. Unless this is just how it's going to be the whole game. <laughs> Prefer not. <laughs> I got a good night's sleep. I don't know what you're talking about. So we will, unless anyone wants to do anything else, I will place everyone back at the uh, Hawks Landing. And it's about 10 p.m. now. Her sleep schedules are going to be reversed. Right. I think it's beneficial. 
How's it beneficial? You need sunlight. You need vitamin D. I know. Okay, Cat doesn't. Cat makes a valid point. The people on the job work and stay up all night. Wait, but it's not. It's not healthy. We shouldn't make a habit out of it. I mean, we're gonna have to do it at least one more time because these people, the time they're in the club is, for the rest and thunder at least, for this job. Also, really quick, have we checked this room for bugs? Callus had a bug detector, right? I believe Callus has some bullshit that lets him know. Yeah, Callus is able to do that. Um, So that's just a, I mean, matter of whether or not you trust him. That's fair. Um, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But I trust Callus looks out for Callus and I don't think Callus will talk around bugs. Yeah. Um, So, Rust and Thunder, it's going to be a night job anyway, so on track for what we're doing. Speaking of... So the recon we did do, they got two cameras, one on the entrance, one on the back, looking over the eastern side of the club. People are mostly just sitting in there during the active hours. They all go creepy, silent, weird at from 7 to 11, and then they all leave. Well, they like, uh, conscious during that time. I've never seen elves do that. I mean, Roger knew more about it than I did. They all just went, like, catatonic. Yeah, well, listen, uh, listen, I used to date this elven bird named Verona. Okay. And uh, when they, instead of sleeping, they just, like, trance out, man. They just, like, zone out for, like, four hours. So they're, like, they're conscious, though. Like, if you walk in front of them, they will know you walked in front of them. I honestly don't know. I think so. I think she was looking at me when I was sleeping. You, you dated this woman and you don't know whether or not she could see you while she was in a trance. I never asked. I, mean, I, I asked her how it worked a couple times. She told me that much, the what I just told you. It was enough for me at the time. I didn't ask, hey, are you conscious when you're doing that? Can you see when you're doing that? Do you watch TV when you're doing that? I feel like that would be one of my first questions. Man, that might be a good idea for a song. <laughs> well, there you go. Now you can have some new music, finally. We've got three weeks to write it. Seth makes a good point. Do we have any kind of plan moving forward? I mean, we can't just do nothing I mean, for three weeks. We've got rent to pay and shit. Yeah, so I'll, I'll work on getting us some smaller jobs in the meantime. We also still need to figure out this mysterious third brother. So maybe we start tracking down that path so that we can kind of work on both at the same time. My thought was, in three weeks, we make sure we're all set up, we get in early-ish to say we need to set up when they're all hopefully gone so we can be set up by the time everyone comes back in and that gives us some time to you know look around do what we need to i mean it sounds like roger was great friends with the man can't he just be like yo tell me about your brothers right that's what i'm saying like, yo tell me about your family mate i'd love to meet him i mean if you think you are that close with the dealer I'd introduce him to mine, but I don't think he'd like him as much. <laughs> you did compliment his bell end, so you know. You did what? Yeah. It it was. I an feel like details night. were left out of last night. Oh, the dealer danced naked. That's that's a thing that oh. he does. He's some sort of nudist. Yeah. But then he put clothes on for the day, so only at night in the comfort of his own club, which I guess I respect, but Yeah. More power to you, mate. I mean, do your thing. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like Roger when he just sleeps naked, so... Yeah. Well, I totally understand. We're like the same guys in Patico. Must be why you were such great friends. I mean, we really hit it off. 
Well, you know, what can I say? I mean, if, if, he's, if he won't come up off the key, we'll have to find a way to nick it. Yeah. Is the whole, the whole club naked? Like, are we all going to have to be naked to go to this club? No. I'm in. <laughs> I mean, do you really need clothes, Cat? Or is it just, like, something you enjoy doing? Something you enjoy wearing? I actually, I take that all back. Please do not answer that. I have so many regrets. Don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I There's do. a blushing emoji on Cat's face right now. <laughs> You've got ball bearings in there, mate. <laughs> Potter, you can't That's just That's for ask. me to know. All right. Well, good to know. We don't have to be naked. Are we going to have to buy clothes? Are we going to like? Are we going to be weird? Your outfits fit in perfectly, Seth. It is very much rave. I said the word bumpin'. They took offense to that, apparently. Right, right. That's not a great word, Cece. They, pre- they prefer the word hardcore. Yeah, for the term I mean, slabbing. Bumpin' is something that like really old people say. The music was literally bumping. It was up and down. That's why it's the wrong word. You never use the literal term. Fair, I guess. But anyway, so, sounds like we have some sort of plan for the dealer. And we can move the timeline up if we need to. We said, or I said three weeks, just to give us some sort of buffer room. Figure out what the hell is going on with Callus. All of that. So, we can move the timeline up. I think we're going to need the time to look into this third brother if we can get some information on him first then we go in better prepared when we're trying to talk to the dealer where do we even start you know nothing about the man yeah. i mean there's got to be some old something when i mean the legends just of question all of the really really old men in this town one of them is sure to know something i mean i'm sure we will get lots of answers none of them or maybe half of them accurate I mean, half is even pushing it. But the legend of the archivist is, like, fairly well known, so there's got to be some mention of something after that. So, it seemed to be relatively privileged information that the break Kellen had and why she was taking on the job was that she learned that the archivist had the two brothers. Oh, so the archivist is known, but the brothers are less. So So you have a, a... having located the dealer, you have kind of like a head start, you know, so to speak. Now, this is a famous job, but it seems like a joke for the most part or like an unachievable thing just because, like you said, where do you start? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. The Kellen is, you know, has information. You have access to, you know, Lumi, who might help you out, you know, as far as like stuff on the net and like in the net running community. You've got... Uh, Flynn at the bar. You've got Freddy at the bar. Freddy is going to be more of like your streetwise type person. Flynn is going to be more of your solo mercenary information person. You know, plenty of, you know, rocker boys. Uh, and you've got access to uh, Tritus also through Kat. Uh, although you probably don't know Tritus, but Kat knows Tritus who would have some information as far as like the nomad community goes. And then uh, you've got Reka, the tech, who would probably follow that kind of like line. So just kind of, it's a new game, kind of setting the scene for you a little bit. Um, you can also, you know, set up a night market if you wanted to kind of like get the public together. CC, that's something that like you mm-hmm. do, I believe. There is all sorts of ways to get information. I don't want to push you in any such direction, but uh, that's kind of the resources that are like immediately available to you. But you can do whatever you want. The world is always 
<laughs> but that's the hard part of keeping it hush hush. Research is kind of hard to talk away, I guess. I mean, I could talk hmm. to Lumi, see if she can dig deep into any old archive, anything relating to Ansara. I could do, I mean, I have my laptop. I can do some research for a while. How about this? We want to do more recon around the Rust and Thunder, right? I suppose. I can look into getting us jobs around the area, and on those jobs kind of push and prod, see if anyone knows anything before we go in, and just be in the area. That could help. See if there's any rumors about the place. Yeah. If anybody knows anything else, definitely talk to Lumi. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's some kind of blueprints or something about the building, so we can know if there's any secret rooms or shit. I know not all of that shows up, but it's good to know. Mm -hmm. I mean, Callus only saw one entrance and well, one garage-type exit out the back. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if he has the key, he's, I, I doubt he'll just have it out in the open on him, but he sounds kind of eccentric, so maybe he will. I don't, I don't actually know. Did you see anything like a key on him? He was naked. No, I don't believe I did. It, unless his penis was a key. <laughs> I really hope not. I'm fairly sure they're all s supposed to be hard drives. I don't think any of them are penises, but... Ha! Huh. No one really knows. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's inside of him. <laughs> you know, we'll approach that if we come to it. You know, it's a good thing you got so close, Roger. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, I didn't mean up there. I wasn't saying anything. Where, where was your brain going? I didn't say anything of the sort. I just mean, uh, like, you know, I like to keep a couple of things on me. I've got me amplifier, me audio recorder, me level dampener, even me hair and me skins and implant. I mean, who's to say that he, he literally doesn't have a uh, storage device in his head? That's what the recon was for. Okay. Well, thinking back... Roger, you got up close. Do you remember him having any sort of cyberware? That's a good question. He was naked. Yeah. Unless he had it under his leather jacket. Give me a concentration check since you weren't, like, specifically inspecting him for hardware other than the appreciation of one specific piece. Concentration. <laughs> wow. Do you notice anything, Cece? <laughs> and that I... Would I be allowed to roll as well since I had been kind of scanning and looking the whole time? Yeah, um, cool. both of you can give me concentration, and again, you've rested now, so just on the dice. Cool. Got a 17. I'm going to throw some luck on that. I'm going to add two luck. That was conversation. Oh. The concentration. You can use oh, the roll there is. if you want to just tell me what the... Um, it is, concentration is a base 7, so it would actually be a 16. Okay. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> she was just in that beer. She <laughs> remembers nothing. Which tracks. Uh, Roger, you're not entirely sure whether or not they were cybernetically enhanced. Um, you would kind of think about how old they are, the elves. Yeah. And think that, like, they would have lived through... The big net crash. Yeah, the second tech shock. So it's, if they were to have been cybernetically enhanced, it would have had to have been after that crash. And you might imagine people who lived through that might be, like, less likely to join in that movement. Yeah, I'll point that out. I'll be like, well, they were all really old, and they were all not zombies. Either they didn't have them then, and they got them later, or they uh, didn't get them at all. I will tell you, I don't think he has a mechanical penis. <laughs> was that a question that was raised? 
with a question about his implants. Okay. With a 17, though, I'm not going to say for sure that none of them are cybernetically enhanced, but you're pretty certain they weren't. You would remember, as the dealer told you, he does not have an agent, and uh, thinking back, thinking back about it, you would recall that like you didn't really see anyone on devices during the night. You know, he said that he didn't have an agent, which I thought was weird. I'm like, how do you get anything done without your mailbox, mate? And he's like, oh, I just walk around and find stuff. I'm like, what about your clientele, mate? Like, it doesn't matter. And then, well, you know, I kept going over and CC was on her phone. I, now I'm thinking about it, and I don't think anyone else was on their phone. Even I was on my phone quite a bit, texting cat, pictures of the dealers, meat and veg. I thought that was a squash. Like we said, veg. I'm so glad you didn't show those to me. We need, like, a scoreboard for how many different ways Roger has referred to <laughs> the palace of the dealer. <laughs> I thought from one photo expert to another, you know, I'm a bit of a photographer myself. And the dealer didn't seem to mind. He seemed a little bit impressed that I had the balls to ask him for a picture, I think. I think he thought I met with me. <laughs> I love that your recon mission went all the way to pictures of this man's penis. While talking about this, Kat is going to sit go over and sit by Sapphire. You want to see? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's already in front of your face. <laughs> it's there. It's just, Kat, this is the second day in a row you've showed me a picture of a naked man. Can you smart cast your agent phones to your face? Wow. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Wait, Not which, yet, uh, he can't. <laughs> which cybers did I have? That's the next upgrade. I will let you do that, because it's hilarious. Do you have a neural link? That's not quite the right one. I don't Is have it a... just like a slightly pixelated no, like Tamagotchi version of the picture? Right. Is that the exact picture? It's just his best Pixel representation. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, if I could do that, Kat's just going to be sitting across the on the other couch from <laughs> Sapphire and there's just going to be a dick pic that's going to pop up face. on his face. Is that your new screensaver? <laughs> um, please... Oh my god, does Kat have a screensaver while he's sleeping? <gasps> it's a dick now. Nobody has found out yet. That's true. <laughs> it's true. None of us have been around you in Bruce power knows. download. Bruce does. That's true. Bruce does now. Bruce knows. Where's Bruce? This is the most important question. Where's Bruce? <laughs> is is Bruce in the group like text? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys let him in the group text? That's the question. His first message is Would the thing. Would Callus have let him in the group chat? Yeah. I would have I would have let him in the group text. Or I feel like we might have a separate chat that doesn't have Callus. Oh <laughs> just as Bruce. Just oh. as Bruce. Yep. That or it's because Callus doesn't wanna be. It's a mix. That's mm. his viewpoint. No, I didn't no, wanna be in the group the text. There's the work chat for Callus. And then yep. there's the fun chat for Bruce. Yep. Okay. So what are we doing, y'all? Alright, so it sounds like are we interested in jobs around the area? Try and get more intel about the place via other people? Because I don't think we're going to get anyone to talk. I mean, it can't hurt. Okay. Then I'll Need go start working on do. that. Okay. I'll also hit up Lumi. I'll go talk to her. Should we be looking for your brother? Um, yeah. Everybody knows Cece. We're just going to hmm. stop yeah, I know that, Rory. That pause was more for me than for you guys. Uh, yes. That was also what I was going to ask Lumi about. 
If we could find that courier from yesterday, we could shut down their cameras and then just sneak in while they're sleeping and look around. Still not putting two and two. Cat, they don't, they don't sleep. Well, the the trance. Right, but that's why I asked if they could see or not. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I don't know about that part. That's unknown, unknown. Like if you if you break in and they just sort of watching you, well, they happen to be in a trance. It's not exactly a stealth mission. Well, I they do don't know, know that you. they can just snap out of their trances whenever they want. I'll tell you that much, because I found out the hard way. What did you do? I don't know. I told you, he was just not paying attention, so I was just going about my business. I was listening to me music at full blast. I was, you know, just doing me thing. And she started yelling, asking me to stop and started yelling at me about she needed a full four hours to trance. And that was really hard. I don't know. The, the people at the Rusted Thunder didn't seem to have no trouble with music while they were trance. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So probably not break in while they're trancing. I don't know. They are trancing and loud music. I mean, do we have this out of character? Do we have any elves that work in the bar? Frankie is a dwarf, right? Freddy is a dwarf. Was Flynn a human? Uh, Flynn and Lumi are both human. Okay. And uh, Reka is also a human. So Kellen probably needs some DEI training. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Waffles knows. This bar is a pretty hopping place. We're bound to run into some sort of elf. You, you have not seen elves in this area, like, maybe a couple times. Like, they, they tend to stay out of, like, closer to the oxbow. Oh, they okay. are, for the most part, um, in fringes. So some of them are shroomers, some of them are nomads, and then the elven community in the stacks is mostly relegated to that Upper East Side. Oh, Okay. Can I have a luck check or something to see if there's a nomad elf in my family? Absolutely. Let's right. do it. Nomad's all about family. Fast and furious. Actually, <laughs> like your brother. Like, oh, family. yeah. Family. So Everyone say just... family every time you're talking to nomads. Family. 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 So roll under your luck is what we want. But you did not because you rolled an eight and your luck is a six. Your luck is a six. Is that correct? Yes. That is how math works. So, um, so Clan Spares Cat is probably like more. There are more awoken in Clan Spares than like other nomad yeah. families. Um, you have met nomad elves before, and you'd be able to share with them that yeah, I've seen elves outside of the Upper East Side, but there's not one specifically in Clan Spares. Okay, but you might be able to, you know, you know what I mean. Like Tritus might be able to like give you a contact or something if you talk to him. I will bring this information to everybody. I don't personally know any elves, but I have met some in the nomads. Can I look it up? Like, pull out my agent or, like, on my internal agent and be like, um, just look up elven trance? (laughs) Sure. Roy, is this something that we can be (laughs) spoogling? Um, yeah, go ahead and spoogle, um... Spoogle elven trance. So you're not a netrunner. You're a fixer. So you are good at contacts and clients, right? Yes. And at your rank, that's for the most part... You got the yellow pages in there. Well, I mean, it's just like the net is... It's not like our internet. Like the net in New City is more of like a a dark web. Like think of yeah. like think of like a lot of different forums that are connected to each other. Yeah. Not like... There's not like 
a, a big centralization on it because all of the different corps are contending constantly. So there's not it's there's more not Reddit centralization. than Google. Exactly. <laughs> um, Make sure so, I use the tool browser. So go ahead and give me. Yeah, this Reddit is a closed subreddit. You have to apply. No. Um, <laughs> so give me a. You're just doing it by yourself. And that's, so that's going to be a library search check. Look at that, boom. Library search, ooh. Because I have my internal agent, I get bonuses to that. Yep, that makes sense. A 19. Dang. Yeah, so that is enough to where you hear some stories, kind of like Roger, where there you find like a, a, a sub-spoogle of men who have <laughs> dated elves and they're asking for advice. <laughs> and subspoogle is my new favorite word. Am I the asshole? I was trying to do my stuff and she just kept yelling at me that she needed four hours of trance time. Yeah. It's post by Roger. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And you do see a post from Roger who it's, am I the asshole? I was practicing butt wiggles with my music all the way up while my girlfriend was sleeping. Um... They are semi-conscious while they're trancing. They aren't entirely there. Like, they couldn't participate in a a conversation, but they still have all of their ability to passively perceive the things around them. And they could, for example, like, keep watch during their trance. They could see movement and choose to, like, stop trancing and go check it out. So semi-conscious. They're not able to, like, consume a book or have a conversation but their um, ability to, you know, see motion and hear loud noises is uh, still present. Cool. So they really are just fully zoned out. Not fully zoned out. Semi-fully zoned out. Okay. I will relay this to the group. I don't know why I didn't just look it up before. I'm sorry. Sounds about right. Also, Roger, did you really post that on Spoogle? Like... Oh, I didn't post nothing. Yes, you're the asshole. Well, how am I supposed to know? All right. You gotta find out somehow. No. Usually you just ask this close to you instead of posting it up on the net. Listen, I needed an impartial opinion. Right. She was okay. she was very confident I was, and I was very confident I wasn't. I'm very confident you were. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, why do you think we're not together anymore? So, one thing without metagaming, CC, <laughs> mm-hmm. I- I'm noticing with uh, Fixers, you have an ability called Grease. So you know how to get along with at least one other culture in your area. Um, so don't. <laughs> I don't think it's appropriate to just be like, oh, well, it's elves. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's elves now. Um, Always has been. Let's go ahead and establish what culture you're familiar with. I think it kind of makes sense that you're familiar with the stacks and, like, uh, toppers, just because of your history. That makes sense to me. But mm-hmm. what would you like to kind of call that second um, culture for your grease ability. Oh, goodness. Now I've got to think this through. <laughs> um, well, let's just, I- unless you decide something else, let's just say that you're familiar with, like, the exec lifestyle and you're familiar with the stacks. You're familiar yeah, with yeah. this area. Honestly, that's, yeah, that's, those would be the two. I had kind of picked in my head and then forgot to write that down on my character sheet. So, those are the two I would be most familiar with. Perfect. Okay, so you have your information on trance. What's next? Right, Cece, you want to go talk to Lumi and then potentially yeah. look for a job so we can, you know, try to yeah. get some rumors or some shit? I'll start making some connections around that area. I mean, they're not going to be pretty jobs. That is not the 
nicest area, even by these standards. Job is a job. Yeah. See well, if you can find me work smuggling. I'm pretty good at that. I mean, smuggling work down there might actually exactly. be a high possibility. So, all right, let me see what I can come up with. I'm going to Maybe then... I can do some drug smuggling for the dealer. You know? I don't know if we <laughs> want to get too in close with him or, like, really get in on his deal, but... Can we not get heavily involved with drugs? I would really prefer that we don't. I would not be close with him. I would only just smuggle the drugs. Well, let me see what I can come up with. If we can't find anything, I want to kind of do some tertiary work first, hear the rumors about them, and then move farther in, if that makes sense. Okay. Sure. Whatever you say, CC. Makes sense. All right. All right, let me go. Let's go talk to Lumi. Is Lumi out and a boot, or is she on a job? Uh, yeah, Lumi and Flynn are at the bar in their normal spot, and Lumi is on her agent, um, so isn't actively engaged in like net running at the moment. It's just kind of passively tapping around. You see, she's on her phone playing. Uh, what's the name of the game? She's on her phone playing Digital Gladiator, where you can build little characters and then you can fight them. And if you win, you get money. And if you lose, it literally fries your agent and you have to buy a new one. Wow. Those are pretty high stakes. Yeah. That's a bold move, Lumi. Really going with that build? She looks up and she's like, hold on one moment. And continues to kind of tap around. And you see that she's engaged in some type of like turn-based combat. And she's like, uh, looks up to you. Flynn is kind of like belligerently telling like stories of like mercenary work with someone else at the bar. And Rika is, uh, comes up and would offer you a drink and exchange some pleasantries. And then when Lumi finishes her game, she's like, okay. Hi. Hey. You got a minute? Yeah. More security cameras? No, actually, not this time. Um, we met an interesting character the other night at a new club we were checking out. And I wondered if you could do some digging and just kind of see what his deal is. Uh, yeah, I can check the net for sure. Yeah. That's my whole deal. What's the name? Uh, the name is The Dealer. He runs the Rust and Thunder. Rust and Thunder Dealer. Yeah. Any other standout details? I mean... He's obsessed with New City Terror. Like, the whole club had this, like, kind of religious, weird vibe. I don't know. That's that's. We're trying to dig up more info on him, because Roger's now playing a gig at his place, so... Oh, good for Roger. Did he finish his music? I've stopped asking, because oh, okay. the answer's never good. <sighs> All right. Um, is this, uh, pro bono work, I assume? I mean, I'll buy you a drink. She smiles. <laughs> Alright, I can do a couple more on the house, but, uh, you know, gotta make a living, too. I know, I know. I might actually have some stuff coming up for you. I'm working on pulling some jobs right now, so I'll keep you posted. And, you know, if you find jobs and need a net runner, You're my girl. As long as they pay, I'm there. Of course. Uh, speaking of net runners, uh, I heard of a new one on the scene. Might be going by Rory. Heard anything about them? Um, she shakes her head. No, never heard of a Rory. Is this have anything to do with my cameras that got destroyed last night? That would be it, yeah. Well, Rory's not bad, I will tell you that much. Whoever they are. In and out, didn't get any identifying 
marks or anything like that. I've never seen anyone run like this before, so they were able to get around some of my... I mean, I didn't... They didn't get around. I can do a better job, of course. I mean, of course, of course, you know. I, uh, yeah. Gonna have to beef some stuff up if there's people trying to take down the cameras. Why did they do that? I mean, it's just... It seems like a lot of work to take down a system where just you know, making sure nobody gets mugged. Nothing crazy going on here. I don't know. Seems like a new netrunner on the scene was probably just testing the system. They know you're here, probably. So, seeing if they can get past your system, I guess? Hmm. Well, if it's a challenge, I can definitely step up to that. Why 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 do they want to do that? Couldn't tell you. She eyes you a little bit. Um, give me a persuasion check. A persuasion? (laughs) That's a 15. Um, so I'm just going to call that interrogation. I'm assuming interrogation means like interrogation, but asking questions works for me. Um, okay. (laughs) She just kind of shrugs and, you know, the question was a little odd and out of place. So she got suspicious for a moment, but just kind of shrugs and takes what you said at face value, it appears. And it's like, okay, so... Yeah, Kellen's already got me working on the cameras. I'll keep my ear to the ground for a Rory, you said? Yeah. And then, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at the the dealer and Rust and Thunder. She's tapping on her phone, making herself, like, uh, some little notes. And I'll, I'll let you know if I find anything. You are the best, always and forever. Don't let Flynn ever tell you otherwise. And Flynn looks over and says, are you putting Lumi back to work again? You paying her this time? Lumi, no more free shit. And Lumi just waves, it's fine, it's fine. She hangs out with you for free? You really wanted to stop doing that? Unless you're paying her, at which point, like, that's your business. <laughs> he laughs, and he's like, we're always together. I protect her. Mm, mm-hmm, we look out mm-hmm. for each other. I know you do. Got any jobs yet? I am working on it currently. So if I need a meathead, I will be sure to find someone else. I am the best meathead. And he raises his beer to you. Of course you will. Keep telling yourself that, Flynn. Okay, I'll see you all around. Yep, she gets to work. Cool. And I'm going to start perusing. Well, I'll go back to the others first and let them know, like, all right, she's on the job. She is looking into dealer and all of that. And I'm going to start trying to find us jobs. Good luck. Thanks. Very well. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mm-hmm. ha- I was kind of under the assumption that this is Kellen's place, but there's stuff that's kind of under her pay grade, like not worth it for her to take on. So I kind of pick up those little things. Is that safe to say? Yeah. So mm-hmm. Kellen, Kellen is kind of like a fixer's fixer, so to yeah. speak. So she would not take kindly to you taking on her jobs and she would make it known when she was working on a job mm-hmm. give me a streetwise check okay. let's just go let's go all the way through this Ooh, crit for a 28 boom um so you would know a few things one you are working in an area that is run by dan Dieter, who is like the one of the biggest fixers kind of yeah. in the area. So he is the lead singer for Shotgun Lipstick and he is a relatively big deal on what we're calling the mile. So this is going to be from uh, the undermarket to Main Street on the world map. Okay. 
So he would run pretty much like, we'll call it like this area. So from like Main Street to the Undermarket. Okay. And so you would know that like Kellen is very choosy, very particular and tends to connect fixers with other fixers, but she's only been in town for a couple weeks and she is absolutely in fr- with your with your incredible knowledge of the streets that you just rolled. <laughs> she's absolutely like borderline infringing on Dan Dieter's territory. So you would know not necessarily not to not operate in this area because like you said, we're talking about jobs that aren't like huge, but you would know that her taking on this big job for the archivist. Yeah. It would probably get a lot of negative attention, but it would probably specifically piss off Dan Dieter. Yeah. But fixers tend to compete for jobs more than like gangers who are running drugs are going to be more likely to like attack each other than fixers who are running jobs as long as they don't like really specifically infringe on territory that they're like not supposed to. So you'd know that Helen is close to probably, you know, a line, but she is not going to have any issue with you taking jobs unless you were to say, take this job she gave you and then like subcontract it out to like 10 people who are going to compete and then cut her out, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. And you're probably safe in, like, this er- uh, uh, Upper East Side area where... Up near Quarantine Beta. Yeah, so I'm going to yeah. go ahead and place the Rust and Thunder. Like, I'm going to go ahead and place that, like, right here. Can you guys see that too, ASM? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what was the question specifically, again? Just so I'm, I kind of got distracted a little bit there. No, you're great. So I, I just wanted to make sure that it was okay. If I start going around Hawks Landing schmoozing, kind of talking, ear to the ground, trying to find jobs in that area, that wouldn't Mm -hmm. infringe on the relationship I have with Kellen. I think that, um, I don't think she would want you taking jobs in Hawks Landing. Okay. But I don't think she would mind if you operate from there. Cool. And she definitely doesn't mind if you give work to her crew. Okay. Um, so that's kind of like the give and the take is um, she hires you, you hire her people when you need them. I don't know if I would peddle your wares like in her establishment, though. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Then Cece is going to hit the town and start hitting okay. up some of the other bars. Probably go over to the brewery. There's a bar near over there and yeah. start making those connections. That's an excellent 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 place to hit up because that is a shroomer bar and as i mentioned a lot of elves are shroomers mm-hmm. you are going alone is that correct so i will go check in that's what i wanted to get all of that info first and then i'll go check in with the crew and let them know my plan of all okay, right got it we're gonna call it uh, about 11 p.m at this point cool listen if you need someone to go with you i'm more than happy to i don't have anything going on i'm totally available Aren't you supposed to be writing a song? No, no, mate. I don't have any inspiration at the moment. I mean, do you want to go to the brewery to find inspiration? Why not? I don't know. I just feel like I'm wasting my time here. It looks good to have some of the crew there so I can kind of point you out and see, like, you see, these are my people. Look at how confident and capable they look. Please look confident and capable. (laughs) <laughs> All right, well, give me a little bit before you leave. I'll clean up a little bit. I'll put me okay. mug on. I always look confident and capable. It's almost an insult. Of course you do. 
We might as well all go get a drink. Yeah. I will drive you all. <laughs> Who cares if another person gets shot and dies while I'm not in the med bay? <laughs> hey, whoops. Oops. So I think at least Roger and I are going to head to the Shroomery Brewery. Okay. Shroomery Brewery. Are you going at night? I guess I should ask. Is it like a brewery or does it have a bar attached to it? Yeah, it's like... Um, so you look it up, you spoogle it. Spoogle it, of course. Uh, and you're able to find some ad- advertisements for it. They're not all night. They're not like a club. But they would be open till probably about one in the morning. So you'd probably have a couple hours yet. There is food, beer, a lot of taps. So they basically make a lot of different synthesized brews using the you know mycelium production in mushroom forest there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of different you know tastes and things like that. And they have some, like, drag racing outside, too. They have some, like, dirt trails. That's cool. So a lot of the shroomers like to, you know, drive, mini bike, bike, things like that. So they have some kind of, like, late night racing, dirt bike and car racing uh, in the back also. Cool. Let's go enter Rhonda in a car race. Just this no response. Oh, I think we'll just all go. Yeah. Gonna take the crew, find some job. It closes, which means we could actually be forced to get some sleep. <laughs> right. I mean, there are other options. i got to admit, the fact that the other club didn't close did make me feel like I was uh, obligated to stay the whole time due to the uh, implications. I thought you had to stay the whole time. Right, me too. I felt like we did. That's what I'm getting at. Anyway, let's all head out if that's what we're doing. Everybody out to the car. Alrighty, let's go. And then everyone who's coming with can follow Kat and hop into Rhonda, and we'll head out. Uh, okay. And heading over to the Binary Shroomery Brewery, which is on the uh, east side of the stacks by the Mushroom Farms. The Binary Shroomery Brewery is a shroomer bar. Most of its residents are tenders of the massive mushroom forests that make up most of New City's fuel source, food source, and structure gel, which is literally what the city was built with. Uh, The brewery is home to nomads, farmers, and techs. Uh, They tinker with cars and bikes. There are uh, like kind of racing tracks out back of the brewery. There are some like dirt bike tracks with like ramps and things of that nature. Uh, the shroomery has several taps of a variety of different, you know, flavored brews. It's a location people will kind of travel to. So there are some execs here also. It's just a, it's just a, a melting pot of all sorts of different people visit this place. And it stays pretty safe. They have a, a, a good staff of, um, you know, bouncers who are ready to quell any sort of arguments, um, and being well-staffed like that isn't something that all the different clubs can accomplish. So this specifically, the Binary Shroomery Brewery is, we'll call it like 75% uh, shroomers. And then there's like the tourists, we'll call them, people who have come to the brewery specifically. <clears throat> and as I understand it, everyone has made this trip. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. You? Right. I mean, somebody had to drive them. I didn't want to sit all by myself. Sure. So, um, arriving at about about midnight, and Cece, you're looking for... Describe me what exactly you're trying to accomplish here, so I don't put any words in your mouth. Yeah. So she has 
kind of started a system where she will just kind of get a drink, meander, kind of chat for a while, listening specifically for any potential jobs, anyone be like, man, I need to do this. Starting to kind of put those feelers out. Okay. Give me a check with your roll ability. So my roll ability is haggle. Is that the one you want? Don't I thought you had like four roll abilities, don't you? For your On specific here I only class? have I've got operator haggle. Let's go ahead and count that for the other the contacts and the grease and the other cool. kind of like passive effects that you have. Okay. That is a twenty-four. Woo! Holy shit. <laughs> So that's your ability rank, which is four, plus mm-hmm. your cool, which is seven, plus yep. your trading, which is six. So it's hard for you to roll low on that shit. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, you do, I will say you specifically are able to clock like five or six elves mm-hmm. in the brewery. A couple of them are in the back and they seem to be working on a car. It seems like they're sitting up to get ready for a race. And then some of them are uh, drinking inside the actual bar. It's not hard for you to find a variety of jobs, gigs, things of that nature, whether or not you wanted to uh, do them, right, would be dependent on the amount of time you had to do said gigs. Uh, But you're able to get some contacts from people in this bar. You're able to find some leads for, you got a 24. Uh, So let's say you find a couple decent jobs. You find one for, roll roll a D3. Just type slash roll 1D3. Slash roll 1D3. Three. Okay. So you're able to find work for Reka. You're able to find someone who has a specific piece of tech. They have a vending machine that's busted and it's like vintage and they really don't want to replace it with one of these like off-worlder vending machines. Okay. And you grab, you you scoop that and say you know just the person so you find a job for Reka and you're able to find um, a job for Flynn too. Lumi was my third, so that's who you don't find a job for, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but you find someone for Flynn who's like her her best friend slash brother. Not they're not physically related, but they're like yeah. inseparable. Someone who needs specifically some muscle that's not from this area. So you're able to kind of put those two jobs in your Rolodex, and you're able to make some contacts here. So I'll say. You know, you're able to put your contact information out there too. Um, you learn that territory-wise, you are in mm-hmm. a street fixer. So there's not like a very super well-respected fixer here, but you would learn that uh, Cody is their name, not Cody. Cody. Hey. C O T Y. Who you fucking with? You think you're gonna take jobs from me? Um, who is a human who basically runs jobs in the reaches, which is what we would call basically the two-thirds of the planet that aren't city. Okay. And so we're talking like a lot of times very petty stuff, like sabotaging someone's car before a race or, you know, fixing a fight. So kind of someone who's just getting started edge running might wind up with a job you know, in this area where there isn't like a super well-established ecosystem yet. And rumor on the street is that Cody has an in with the bees. 
which makes like pretty much everyone hate him. But no yeah. one has stepped up to him. They don't have the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Cody is playing Cody, apparently. <laughs> um, so you find you're able to find some work, and then you're also able to identify some elves. You're not able to find anything specifically that's further north of where you're at. So you're on the east side near the mushroom forest, near the reaches. Mm -hmm. But you're not really able to clock anything up towards the Upper East Side, which is where the the elves kind of live. Gotcha. Nothing up near the Rust and Thunder. Correct. Okay. And you could try and talk to some of the elves if you would like to get some knowledge there. Yeah. Because I also didn't find any, like, smuggling jobs, anything like that for any of the immediate crew, right? So Sapphire and Kat's gigs are spent for the week. Gotcha. Okay. That's fair. Yours is not. I think I want the gigs to be like work that isn't a part of like live. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when there's downtime. So basically like the way that we'll role play this is like Sapphire and Kat have jobs and they're working them right now. Like when they're not with you guys. Gotcha. Okay. I thought I didn't I like get that. a job. <laughs> yeah, you failed to get a job, which is weird because Cece's trying to find you a job and she's not having any luck. Sorry, cat. No smuggling right now. Sad emoji. I will point out that there's a lot of nomads here, like racing cars and driving around and you're kind of in the reaches. So it's just possible that there's a supply and demand issue. A lot of nomads. Uh, Grant, remind me, elves are a native race to this planet, yeah? They're not one of the transfers? Yes. Okay. <laughs> there are elves that are native, yes. Okay. There Just are also elves who have migrated. Outsider yeah. elves. Outsider, that was the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think there would be a point of philosophical discussion among certain circles about how the fuck that happened. I've already been thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Right, are they like genetically similar? It's, it's only been four weeks and none of y'all are doctors and they don't think you're taking any DNA. So all I will say... Time to take all the DNA. <laughs> <laughs> all I will say is that anyone who contemplated those sort of things would probably have some questions. Hmm. Okay. Then yeah, I will head over to... I will probably grab Saf and be like, you are so much better at, you know, schmoozing in this regard than I am. Let's go talk to some elves, shall we? <sighs> All right. I mean, I feel like somebody should watch Roger and Cat, but they won't get in too much trouble, I don't think. I'll look back. What are Roger and Cat doing currently? Roger's just standing there looking as intimidating as possible. (laughs) He's doing that, like, chat face where you, like, suck in your cheeks. (laughs) Show off those cheekbones. Cat is currently throwing a sock of Roger's out of the back back of his car. (laughs) Okay. Are you going to approach the elves who are drinking or the elves who are out back by the racing area? Probably the elves who are drinking. Okay. For I know nothing about cars, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you approach. And I will grab drinks for Saf and I on the way over. Excellent. Yeah, they have a lot of different uh, brews on tap. They've kind of like over the years, they've perfected synthesizing different flavors and that's kind of like what they're known for. And so they have like several rotating taps, which are like fresh, new every week. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of artisanal for the crowd. It's like a little bit contrasted 
with the you know more rough and tumble nature of the patrons versus the the menu, but it works. So two of the elves are sitting together, uh, and one is by themselves. They seem to be like reading a magazine, and you grab drinks and you approach the one who's alone or the couple. The couple. Couple. And they just kind of look up and regard you a little coldly. Give me like a fucking swagger check. I don't know what that is. Like swagger check. Savant fair. What's the? I don't know. I mean, there's conversation. Wardrobe and style. Wardrobe and style. style. You want that? No. Give me like a. I think yeah, like a conversation check just to like see what their general demeanor is as you approach and kind of like make small talk for a moment. That's a 12. 17. Okay. So, I mean, it's pretty lukewarm. They're not too far into their beers. Uh, And then, you know, after some kind of like brief pleasantries, the um, one of them will get up and go to uh, grab a new beer and the one who is left... Well, it was uh, nice talking to you, ladies. Yeah, you as well. Are you from around here? Uh, yes, I live very close by. I work the work the mushroom fields. Excellent, wonderful. We're newish to the area. Do you frequent any of the other bars around town? Oh, uh, not really. I like this one. It's always fresh. There's lots of things to watch. I respect that deeply. We did hear. I don't know if you know anything. We heard about this one bar called the Rust and Thunder. Have you ever heard anything about that? Oh, so it's not your favorite. I don't. I got out of that scene, you know. We heard some really weird things about it. Oh yeah, it's fucking mess. They don't go outside at night. They what? Oh really? yeah. They're they're scared of the moon for some reason. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I'm not joking. What do they do? They they do their business. They make their money, and then they all go hide inside all night. It's a new city. I don't know. It's it's. I'm glad I got out of it. Yeah, I don't blame you. You got out of it, so you were like, were you also? Are you still scared of the moon? I don't know if that's an insensitive question to ask. I'm sorry if it was. I'm not I'm scared of the moon. No. Do you know why would they be scared of the moon? That seems so random. I don't know. I did most. No offense to any interested parties, but right, not a lot of the religious stuff makes sense if you think about it for too long. I mean, that's I true. respect that. That's yeah. That's fair. Don't think about it too hard. You said you got out of it, though. Are you like? Yeah, my former? my parents are still a little religious. It, you know, not so crazy as Rust and Thunder. I mean, they're they're full. They're full committed to the whole thing. Uh, the tarot and the the fates and the destiny and the moon and all that stuff. But you know, my parents were, you know what I mean? Like we had we had some art. Mm-hmm. We had a deck, of course, things like that. But not 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 as crazy as not as crazy as them. So so what's like the end game? Like are they just going to wait forever? Like what what is the eventual plan for the moon to disappear or something? I, I don't know if there's a plan. They just they just don't go out in the moon. It's a it's a very daytime type society. I, the the prophecies that they get into are all very much related to the tarot. Oh. The two things seem very unrelated to me. It's like a superstition, and then it's like the art. Right. Oh, interesting. But I can't imagine not. I mean, it's been years and years and years since I did an all-nighter, but I can't imagine not going out in the. Ever. Not ever going out at night. 
night, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's when New City really like wakes up, you know? During right. the day, it's not really happening. Right, right, right. So is the the person who runs Rust and Thunder like the leader of that religious sect? Oh, that word. It's more of like a tradition thing. I'm not. They're not leaders. There's no leaders. So like, you know, little elf babies. You know, every you know, once a year, once a month, something like that. We might have like an all nighter where everyone like gets together, all the families get together, and you know, we trance and hide from the moon. But it's more of like a tradition. It's not. It's not very organized. Mm. And they just seem to take it to like a whole nother level kind of situation. Oh yeah, the rest and thunder, they're crazy. Every single night they do it. Mm. Is it like open to the public or is it like a closed off area? Like you shouldn't go in, they're gonna get you if you go in kind of thing. Like the rest and thunder? Yeah. Uh, I think you can just go in, I don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, I've never been, I've just, I've got, got friends, people talk. What's the craziest story you've heard come out of there? Yeah. It just seems like such an odd place. Um, this is a little weird. I don't mean to be offensive, but someone once told me that uh, there's a guy at Rust and Thunder who just takes off his pants and he just just dances, just all night dances, swinging his, you know, around. Wow. Uh, and no one even, like, dances with him. There's just one dude dancing and every it's just normal those everyone just like yeah oh this this the more you tell me about rust and thunder this is just a weird vibe like weird religious the naked guy who's dancing like i mean they're fine they 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 mind their business uh they run their streets you can get good stuff up there i mean if you're looking for you know stuff uh but i mean other than going up there to get you know a party some party favors if you know what i mean that are, they they kind of just they kind of keep to themselves. It's not hurting anybody. Yeah. Um, as we're having this conversation, did the guy with the magazine? I don't know if the the elves who were working on the car. I don't know if they're in earshot. But did any of them kind of perk up or show any sort of recognition when we started talking about Rust and Thunder? I wouldn't. There, there's probably like 120 people here, and it's probably relatively. Um, there's not like pumping music or anything, but it's probably pretty loud with like the the motorbikes racing and cars, you know, being worked on. And it's like, this place is semi-open too. So you've got the, the bar on the inside and then all these like garage doors roll up into this big patio. So it's pretty open and pretty loud. I don't think they'd be able to hear you. Okay, cool. Why do you, how'd you hear of Rust and Thunder? We're just, you know, learning all about all the different areas and heard a rumor about it we were asking someone about all the different bars around and someone mentioned it they didn't know a whole lot about it and so they kind of warded us off of it so we wanted to know more we heard that it was kind of an elf area but it's a little weird yeah yeah all right so maybe i'll turn to that maybe we don't go up there we'll just avoid that one i mean now i kind of want to go up there more than i did before because it just sounds so fascinating also that. Well, if you like to party, do you like to party? They've got the, they've got the, they've got the stuff, you know. So you said. Yeah. What kind of, what kind of stuff are we talking? Do you know any details? Uh, the blue glass, black lace, all the stuff, the good Ooh. stuff. All right. Well, might warrant a visit, but huh. go up there for the stuff. Don't stay for the rust and thunder and naked dancing man. That's yeah. What yeah. I've gathered. 
All right. Thank you for your time. I saw you were trying to head out, but it's been great talking to you. Oh, sure. Yeah, bye. Thanks. Does he walk away? <laughs> or do we need to walk away? I mean, he's just sitting there drinking where <laughs> see, you left see, him. This is when we walk away. <laughs> oh, in my head, I thought that he was like getting up to go when we had initially caught him. So No, that was the thanks. It was nice talking to you. Please walk away from me now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Then we'll walk away. So... No one knows anything about Rust and Thunder. Oh, I'm sure somebody knows. I mean, yeah, but in the general populace, we're not getting anything. Probably not. Maybe Lumiel bring something up. You just gotta go up there and buy some drugs and get a chatty cafe and yeah, something yeah. like that. The next option is just one of the patrons talking to them. Or that. Anyway, uh, where did Cat and Roger end up? Why is Roger still just standing there making that face? Roger, you can stop making that face now. Oh yeah, well I thought I was supposed to look intimidating. Yeah, but <laughs> to look intimidating, you don't just stand in one place the entire time. What are you talking about? I'm pulling shapes. Look at me. I, everybody's <laughs> just looking at you weird because you've been there for so right. long. <laughs> you don't even have a drink in your hand. Clean mine. <laughs> right. You know, I will. I will give you this. You do look collected in a sort, so I appreciate you taking my notes. Ready to act in a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And where is Kat? Kat is by Rhonda, kind of getting into her, getting, you know, kind of slowly creeping back towards the, the racetracks in Rhonda. <laughs> so not inside. No. <laughs> he was cleaning out Roger's clothes earlier. Yeah, Roger, your socks. Is that your socks sitting over there on the ground? Uh, oh, yeah, it looks like one of mine. Hey, what is this doing out here? I thought you said you were going to let me do my laundry this time. Rhonda's creeping away. The sock is just where, Kat, where Rhonda was. <laughs> where Rhonda was. All that's left is a sock. Should we go after him? This could be interesting. What an asshole. Um, I mean, if he's willing to... Put, I mean, Rhonda's his car. Who am I to tell him what to do with his car? Their car? I don't know that I've ever asked Cat. Huh. I just kind of want to see what they're going to do. Could be a way to get friendly with some of the other races. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as Rhonda would start to pull up, some people would kind of look up. Rhonda's definitely not as, like, flashy as some of the other vehicles here that have been, like, painted red or might have some, like, streaks on them. But uh, you notice that, like, the other nomads kind of immediately recognize, like, a car that's been, like, modded, and they kind of give you, like, that friendly, like, white person nod with the tight smile. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know the look I'm talking yep. about. Yep, we, absolutely. We <laughs> yeah, and I think I think one of the elves would um, kind of approach and kind of just like lightly stroke the uh, top, uh, like Rhonda's hood. It's a very nice uh, set of wheels. Thank you. Her name is Rhonda. Oh, Rhonda. Very sweet. And pop the, pop the hood for me. And with the thought, the hood is gonna pop open, and Rhonda will get put into park, and Cat will come out. Yeah, and the elf just kind of like leans in and looks over everything. Like, oh yeah, Rhonda gets a lot of love, doesn't she? All the time. I can see that. Doesn't look like you uh, race her too much, though. No, only on occasion when I get the chance. So here we are. Oh, you're gonna race tonight? Of course. That's awesome. What's your name? I don't think I've seen you here before. Cat's hand jets out and 
somewhat friendly manner, just you know, as friendly as a jutting hand from a robot man can be. The name is Cat. Jutting hand from a robot man. <laughs> so friendly. Uh, she shakes your hand and she nods over. There's like a turbo neon. It's jet black and it has a glowing yellow stripe down the side uh, that seems to be kind of like swirling and changing, almost like it's like on a video loop. And she says, eh, that's my girl. I'm going to be racing next if you want to take it for a friendly spin. I would love to. She looks very pretty. She's gorgeous. I uh, run the races around here, so if you oh. really do want to put down, it's 100 nano in. That lasts you for a week. We don't cover any sort of repairs or anything like that. The road's bumpy. You know the drill. Of course. So I'll put you down for the next one? Yes. Cat is also paying attention to the others as talking. It looks pretty normal, or would I get an off vibe? She's pretty on the up and up, or... Oh, you, give me a human perception. <laughs> An eight. <laughs> An eight? No, yeah, it just seems... Um, there's something very charming about her, and she seems very, you know, inviting. Seems to have some, like, genuine interest in Rhonda, but you're not really able to, you know, deduce anything beyond the surface level Fair enough. with an eight. She does drive a nice car, so I, I like her. <laughs> she smiles. Are you so? If you're gonna race, go ahead and pop out a hundred nano. I will do just that. And then um, give me a. There will be some damage to the car just because of the track. Oof. So can't remember how many SDP Ronda has. I think it's fifty. Uh, seventy. Seventy. Wow. Okay. So um, first, give me a pilot or drive land vehicle. To see how you do in the race. 22. Yeah. Sadly, I only have four on my roll. Yeah. <clears throat> and then give me another um, drive land vehicle to see how well your car does. 27. There you go. So just do... You hit one bad bump and take three... Rhonda takes three damage. Structural damage points. Okay. That sounded so sad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you finish... <laughs> you finished fourth place out of 11 contestants. That's not that bad, but you didn't podium. And you get... Well, that's right. I went to sleep. I was like, I think I had Nas. But no, I re- redid not Rondo so that I could have a house. <laughs> and you get 75 nano in winnings. And okay. I don't think you asked your name, but the like the racer lady told you, you're free to race here every night now. So you've almost made back your winnings with that 22 roll that you did. All right. So you're net negative 25. But if you come back, you're you're set to race another night. And when you are done, she approaches you and she says, that was impressive for a first timer. Why, thank you. Rhonda was doing very well. You were an excellent driver. Rhonda did such a good job, too. Will we see you back here? Of course. I have another six days. Do I, do I not? You sure do. Yep. Welcome to the club. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Oh, my name is... <laughs> I just said that and I didn't... <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, my name is Rayleigh, and you said your name was Kat, right? Yes. Nice to meet you, Rayleigh. I will be back, for sure. And she nods. And, uh, yeah, the, every, the, the rest of you three see the race. You watch Kat place reasonably well for his first race. And then he approaches you guys and you're all together again 
Well, Cat, I never knew you were a racer. So you never knew I wasn't a racer? I suppose that is true. That is how that would work, yeah. Just bracing stripe emojis. <laughs> Checkered flags. Is this going to be a regular thing now? At least for a couple days. I already paid. Oh, okay. Well, good, good job, I think. Did you learn anything talking to the woman? Or... No. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Straight no. That, yeah, that that is exactly as to be expected. Okay. Uh, but I well... can try asking them tomorrow or something. Sure. That sounds great. Yeah. Thumbs up emoji. Pop back over here tomorrow, see if we get a different crowd. I got some jobs, but nothing up near the Rust and Thunder. Not a lot goes north from here. Yeah, I feel like that's probably a trend. Yeah. It sounds like they keep to themselves quite a bit. I'll keep sniffing, though. I'll keep seeing if I can get anything up in that area. Like I said, we could always just go find a drug dealer. Yeah? Roger, how do you feel about that? You're already getting paid in drugs. Yeah, alright. I mean, I don't need any more. Sounds like I'm gonna have quite a bit. Mm. Uh... Yeah, have you told your band about any of that? Do they know that they have a gig at the Rust and Thunder? What do they need to know? You show up and play? They have a gig in three weeks at the Rust and Thunder. That's what they need to know. I guess I can let them know. I don't see why I need to tell them now. It's not for three weeks. When do you typically tell your band that they have gigs? Uh, whenever we're talking. I I don't know. If it comes up. (laughs) If it comes up. Okay. Most of our gigs are at the Hawks Landing. And most of the time they're around the Hawks Landing anyway. Look, okay. I'm not here to try and tell you how to run your band. That's, that is all you. Just curiosity. Did you get any inspiration tonight for your new song? Oh, yeah. No. It was a total waste. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm very sorry. It is getting late, though, and I am still exhausted. So, anyone else want to do anything or are we turning in? Probably should turn in. I haven't slept in my own bed in like three nights. Uh, hey, Cat, do you think you can drop us off? I can do that. Thank you. By the way, Roger, your sock is in the parking lot. Yeah, I found it. Right? I thought you were going to give me an opportunity to redeem myself. You just run out of patience. Hasn't even been a day. You were supposed to take care of it as you get out of the car. Well, I thought it was I had a to- <laughs> uh, all day kind of thing. <laughs> you haven't even not. been to my house. Where am I supposed to put it? Back on. What, what, you want me to wear two pairs of pants? I just thought you were without a sock right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your other pants were, like, in an alley somewhere. It's hard to keep track of all of my clothes. Did we ever find those? <laughs> Did you even look? No, not really. It seemed like a waste of me time. I'm sure some groupie somewhere has it and is fawning over it. and Or it's just in the trash. Or it's just in the trash. They're probably fine. They were in the parking lot. I only said it was an alley. Oh. Um, Cece and Sapphire got drinks. Kat and Roger, did you guys get anything or imbibe? I know. No. I'm trying to get a sense of y'all's lifestyles. If you're eating kibble or eating out of vending machines or eating like fresh food when you're at these kind of places. Mm. Oh, Kat just eats pretty much stale uh, protein bars. Food sticks. That's what they were. Gotcha. Well, how expensive is the food here? So, I mean, from a lifestyle standpoint, 
Let me read it again. I mean, it has to be pretty good. You have execs coming from like people from mm. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like the type of place you could go to once a month if you were living a like the third tier lifestyle. Well, let me ask you this: Has anyone okay. here ever <laughs> heard of me? Oh no. Uh. Yeah. Roll. Um. Boo! 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 I'm gonna learn the skills, everybody. I'm gonna learn them. Should I use my charismatic impact? Yeah, do your charismatic impact to see if you have any fans here and uh, if they can feed you and get over a 17. (laughs) I got a 10. Can you even get a 17? If you preem, you get it. Okay. Not even cat, CC, or sapphire clap when you ask who's here's a fan. Why is your charismatic impact so low? That doesn't seem right. I don't know. Yeah, because is that one of your roll abilities? supposed to also add cool or something I yeah i think you add something to that mm, probably so it does say mod here but i can't edit it let me check it out real quick cyberpunk red and we're going to the rocker boy i do have eight cool so that would be an 18 if it if it was plus eight it's charismatic impact plus 1d10 oh okay so that would be a DV10 for a small group of up to six or DV12 if they're fans. So we're trying to see if they're fans, not if they're going to help you out or not. So whether or not they're fans, I feel like we should set precedent as a different role. All right. We'll keep you the impact of your charismatic impact for whether or not anyone here is actually a fan. So let's do a... Man, let's just do a cool, I guess let's just do a cool check. So get at or below your cool and see if you have any fans here. Cool. Okay. Yeah. You want to get an eight or lower. You have pretty high cool, so you should have a pretty high chance here. Yeah, I have a pretty high cool. I got a 12. Well, you got a four. So you oh. are, you are good. Um, yeah. So one of the, one of the bartenders is a fan and recognizes you and asks you if the new music is out soon. What did they ask? They, they, the oh my god. bartender wants to know if the music is going to be out soon. Oh my god. Is that Roger Socko? Yeah, it is. I love your hair. That, oh, well, thank you very much. I work on it very hard. It's beautiful. When's the new music coming out? I'm working on it. It's uh going to come out in you know any day now. Any, <clears throat> any day now. Are you okay? Do you need a drink? Yeah, I'm parched. Dying over here. All right, I'll pour you something special. We got just this on tap, just for you. I'll pour you. It's on the house. On the house. Wow! Thank you so much. It's always great to meet a fan. Oh, such a big fan. You know, I had a thought on uh, what was the poor house is the name of the song, right? Right. I got a pretty good hit with that one. Yeah, I was just thinking uh, a little bit too much singing and not enough wiggling. I think you should put some more some more dancing in. I like when you dance. Are you watching the music video or something? Oh yeah. I watch right. the videos. I come to I've come to a couple shows, but Well that's that's excellent. I'll have to keep my eye out for you in the crowd. Uh, I mean this yeah. professionally. Purely professionally, but you've got quite the nice ass. <laughs> well thank you. It's part of the it's part of the uh, career. Uh part of me kit, me tool kit. Uh, yeah, I, I directed the music video and filmed it. I guess I could have put more more butt shaking and perspective shots of me ass. 
Well, uh, you, you should play here sometime. I think that'd be great. I have to talk to my boss. Talk to my boss about it. Um, maybe not. Uh, maybe you could get like a little more, a little more famous, and then call me. And I'll get you up on stage. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll play here. But frankly, if I get too much more famous. I won't be able to play here because I'm going to be totally booked up. Right, so. but I think like ranks five and six would apply here. <laughs> Maybe not rank wow. four. What? I'm just saying. Well, I'm go- I was planning on skipping five and six, mate. Uh, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> well, I'm going to be the first. <laughs> All right. Which of their nose starts bleeding first? <laughs> <laughs> Seeing through the veil. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. You you uh you get a free drink and doesn't affect your uh, lifestyle cost at all. Yeah, and I'll, I'll eat while I'm here too. Then, if I get a free drink, I'll I'll eat and tip the bartender okay. and all that stuff. I want to keep up a good image with my fans. They've got a nice selection of appetizers, and they have a lot of different like craft burgers, mushroom burgers, with all sorts of like interesting ingredients on them. Sometimes they put the appetizers on the burger. So they have they have like poppers, and then they have a popper burger where you put the poppers on the burger. It's next level. That sounds delicious. I'd actually eat something like that in real life. How about you make me the most fucked up burger that you can think of that I will eat it? (laughs) Uh, Like, like you want me to, like you want me to spike it? (laughs) I, I mean, dude, is that a possibility? Is that on the menu? Or is that a private selection? Oh yeah, I can, I mean, how crazy you want? I got a lot of time to burn, man. Hit me, hit me as hard as you can. All right. Um, he makes you a burger. Oh, no. And for you, that counts as a dose of synth coke. <laughs> Sounds shit. delicious. Oh, boy. I'm a bit more of a synth Pepsi man myself. <laughs> uh, he laces your burger. You eat it. Uh, you immediately, like, your pupils dilate. You, uh, yeah, you start, you, you find that you're eating the burger more aggressively than you normally would. Like, you're really... It's a really good burger, mate. Really tearing bites out of this thing. Your feet starts to tap uh, while you're eating. You find that you're kind of like hunched over this burger now, tapping your feet, like taking big bites. Like you haven't even finished the last bite. And then you kind of feel like everyone's watching you. Like everyone's staring at you while you're eating this burger. And you're pretty sure that the person who made the burger put something in it. And yeah. Who would do such a thing? (laughs) You feel paranoid occasionally for the next four hours and you have plus one reflexes. Nice. What are you all looking at? And you ever seen a man eat a burger before? Mind your own plates. So the three of you see Roger yelling this at absolutely nobody as no <laughs> one is paying any attention to him. What What happens? You okay there, Roger? These ragamuffins think that they can just give me all this trouble. Just, I'm a patron, just like them. Which ragamuffins specifically? Who's, who's giving you trouble? That guy right there. I point to just a random guy in the bar. Giving me the mean mug. He points <laughs> to himself. He looks behind himself. Oh, I didn't look at you at all. Sorry, oh. don't don't mind him. Uh, Racha, what's going on? You haven't been paid by the dealer as far as I know, and I don't think you have anything else on you. You okay? Yeah, I'm doing great, mate. I'm just eating this delicious burger. This guy gave it to me on the house. 
I made a right proper burger for him. Right proper. He said crazy. I gave him crazy, if you know what I mean. You want one? Uh, what? No. Yeah, it's what a crazy did you burger. What was on that burger? It's the crazy burger for the rocker boys. But I'll let you have one if you want. No, no, thank you. I'm... I would like to try one, but I have to drive, so I will decline. Oh, driving's great on this. It... Oh, you go real fast. It... Have a do... look at Cece and Seth. Cat, <laughs> no, do not eat one of those burgers. That's maybe not. I don't. I think we can maybe handle one in the car. Maybe not two, especially when one's driving. But you know, you'll be back. You'll be back, Cat, right? You're, you're going to be doing more races. You can come back and get it again later. That's true. Are we talking about road burgers? What is a road burger? Burgers to go. Burgers on the road. Burgers everywhere we go. We can help. Additional burgers. The the bartender starts shaking his butt a little bit. It's like, hey, I think you just got your new song. I don't know if Waffles will like a song about burgers, but I'll try and run it by him. I mean, at this point, I feel like Waffles will like a song about anything, so wouldn't hurt to run it by him. I'm going to stick with my kibble. Let's... Roger, maybe we should get you home. On a stage? I agree. Okay, you know what? We could go back to Hawk's Landing and you could just sing your heart out. Right, all right. Let's go right now. Right now. I mean, if you want to sing and dance right now, I'm sure I could convince the other nomads to circle our cars up and give you a light, a light up stage. It would be no trouble at all. Yeah, let me call the band. Let me get them in here. Let me get them in. Where's me mobile? Where's me agent? Can I try and take away his agent? Isn't this place closing in like 20 minutes? It's plenty time. Oh, we must go? It is getting ready to close. Well, they'll stay open for me. I'm Roger Soccer, of course. For ads, they'll do whatever I say. Well, I mean, not quite yet. Uh, <laughs> you what? <laughs> Listen, on a scale of like one to ten, this is a five, and I'd say you're at like a four. Wow. Listen, thought we were friends. We are friends. I'm just... I Did I not give you the Mick cocaine? What the what? All right. <laughs> Roger, remember how we talked about wanting, leaving them wanting more and, you know... The, the mystery, the elusiveness, you know how we were talking about that? We're going to have to come back here for the race anyway. Hey, don't listen. Don't listen to these. These. Uh, you're a rocker boy, and you need to party. Right. Don't let anyone cramp your style. And you're not going to cramp my style. You're going to keep this place open all night, right? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I just, I just work here. Just work, that means you got the keys, right? Oh, yeah, I have keys. Well, then you can do whatever you want. I've got a key. All right, now roll charismatic impact. <laughs> now you're asking for a favor. <laughs> I am starting to think Callus was right. Roger should not have a key. <laughs> kind of six. Oof. I'm sorry, man. It's just me boss. I can't help it. Where the fuck are they? I'll fuck them up. Ro- Roger, we should go back to Fox Landing to sing. Your band might already be there. Your stuff is there. You can work on the new song and then come back and prove her wrong. Right, I'll come back when I'm a rank six. Yeah, you need you need another song to, to be better, so let's go work on that. Sapphire's going to just start, like, ushering him towards the door. <laughs> well, wait, i got to get the rest of your burger in. No, I, think, that in. I think you've, you've eaten plenty of... Criminal, Dan. Right, Dan. Coke, or whatever it was called. Open up. Open up. Here we go. Oh. 
He tries to help you cram the burger. Oh, Oh, you got it. You got it. Just a little more. Cat's gonna kill you if you throw up in Rhonda. Just saying. I take no part in this. I'm not on the wall. Bang, bang. Well, this is what I think it is. This is going to be an interesting couple of hours. And I swear to God, if you get addicted to this, I'm not doing your therapy. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm not addicted to anything, all right? Sure, sure. I could quit any time I want. Just like you can write that new song. Ooh. Anytime you want. Anytime I'd like. All right, so let's work on that now. Back I wouldn't like it right now. Okay. I'm not inspired right now. What, what do you want right now? I would much rather go talk to my pet and convince them that it's a good idea that we should go play the Rustic Thunder. I think right now I'm inspired to do that. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. Everybody pile in. Oh, all right. Well, goodbye. It was nice hey. meeting you. We'll be back. We have races to yeah. do and no more crazy burgers though for a bit Uh, alright I'll be here bye Roger call me later have a great night take it easy don't do anything I wouldn't do call him later did you give him your agent did you give him did you give him your number (laughs) uh yeah I don't see why not (laughs) I don't even think he had his agent (laughs) yeah I tried to swipe his agent I yeah I couldn't find it but I'm sure I know my own phone number I don't know Roger doesn't (laughs) Roger seems like the Roger kind of person to just, like, hand yeah. somebody else his, his age and be like, put your number in there. Doesn't even know his own number, doesn't know anybody's number. I think it's got a four in it. <laughs> so, Roger's going back to the Hawk. Everyone else is going home? Is that correct? <laughs> nope, because Sapphire's too fucking responsible, so she's gonna <laughs> go back to Hawk's Landing 2 to make sure that Roger doesn't implode in some way. Okay. Cece's going home if she can. Okay. Cece's going home. Cat will drop off Cece and then take the others to the hop. And if that's the end of the night, then Cat will probably just sleep inside Rhonda. Okay. Um, Cece, as you are going to your apartment, so you live in one of these large buildings that's filled with essentially shipping containers stacked on one another. Mm-hmm. And they have like, you know, scaffolding and railing. Um, your landlady approaches you while you are heading up to your unit. And it looks like she's kind of, like, locking the door to her office, getting ready to, like, go home herself. And she's like, oh, hey, Cece. Good night. How are you? Wait wait a minute. Just wait a minute. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I I know you're all paid up on rent for this month, but uh, I didn't get the the extra. The extra? Yeah, the the extra. Right. Uh, That wasn't wasn't part of the initial, the, the bills I gave you? Well, that, that, um... That, that gentleman usually pays the extra for the special placement, and I didn't get it this month, and I'm just kind of curious when I'm going to be receiving that. It's not easy to, you know, put people in specific units and move them around and everything. It takes a lot of coordination, logistics on my side. I'm sorry, so, the gentleman? Yeah, the gentleman. Uh, r- remind me, I know a lot of gentlemen. Can you remind me which one uh, normally pays for this? Oh, I don't know his name. I thought it was, like, under the table. Right. Um, I mean, it was really legitimately under the table. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But there was a handshake, and I don't know about you, but handshakes are very important to me. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was promised an extra 200 nano a month for you to get the the unit above Sapphire. Right, of course. Um, yeah, 
do you... I don't have my agent on me right now. Do you happen to have... How did he get in contact with you normally? And I'll, I'll reach out to him and get that taken care of. Up until a few days ago, he showed up like clockwork. First of the month, gave me the money. Right. Of course. Sorry. Uh, it's been a long night, so I'm just trying to remember all of this. Uh, which one... What did he look like? Do you remember? Like I said, I know a lot of gentlemen, so... I, I mean, I don't mean to be weird, but they all... They, I, all the... Uh, how do I say this? And she kind of leans forward. She's like, I mean, I, like, the mechanic all kind of looks similar to me. I'm not trying to be mean or anything like that. I'm just an old lady. Uh, of course. Yeah, yeah. But just a gray cat. Gray cat. Perfect. Yep. That that gives me some information. Is this ringing any bells? As I'm standing here, a gray Kedek paying extra? Uh, no. Okay. Um, and this has been going on since the very beginning, right? Yeah, when you moved in. Right. Okay. How do you um, not know that? I was just verifying, you know. Like I said, it's been a long night. Um, I'm just making sure I've got everything straight in my head. Great, Kedek, I will reach out to them about getting you that extra. Uh, okay. Now, it seems like you didn't know about it, though. No, no. I mean, there's just so, so much gonna going on. I'm going to have to move you. Uh, how much how much time do I have? I mean, it's already over, too. Three days over, deal. Three days over, of course, because that's when we paid rent. Um, let me, let me just, let me just get back to my place, find my agent, and I will get it all sorted out, okay? What okay. name did he refer to you, or what name did he give you? Uh, well, C.C. Ren. Oh, I know, that, <laughs> but what name did he call himself? Uh, so... You're such a sweet young thing. So the under the table things, they don't usually give names. I, yeah, that's fair. Okay. It's so cute, though. You continue to keep above the law. I appreciate that for you. You're such a good kid. Really trying. What is the name of my landlord? It's a great question. (laughs) The name of your landlord is landlord, landlady. Landlord. Landlord. (laughs) Uh, patrons, I'm running out of feminine names. I've got a lot of mask names, so send me some more feminine names when you sign up. Holda. 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 H-U-L-D-A. <laughs> Great. That's Holda. You forgot my name for real? No, of course not, Holda. Like I said, it's just been a long night. My brain is just not firing. I almost forgot my own name, so thank you for reminding me. Um... But I will go, and I will call, and I will get this all sorted out. All right. I'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Holda. And I'm going to go to my apartment and call Saf. And call Saf. Okay. Um, uh, So, Sapphire, um, before you even get back to Hawk's Landing, your agent starts ringing. (laughs) I need to really change this ringtone. Uh, should pick it up. Fuck you. Jesus. That was a great ringtone. <laughs> it's like the Windows intro all over again. <laughs> uh, Cece, what's what's going on? I need to do with Roger. Hey, just a quick question. Um, do you know a gray Kedek? I know that's probably a vague question, but... Do you just think we all know each other? No, no, it's... I... <laughs> Where's this question? Why are you asking this now? I feel like I need some context. We just dropped you off at home. Did you just, like, see it? What? No, Holda is telling me weird things about owing extra on my apartment, and there's a great Kedek involved, and... 
someone apparently paid extra for me to be, get placed above you. Yeah. In our apartments. Well, I don't like that. Yeah, so hence me calling you to see what the hell is going on. I assume you didn't know about this? No. No, not at all. I mean, I've met a few Grey Critics in my life, but not, not any that stand out that would interfere or anything. Okay. I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know any great Cadex, so... <sighs> I now need to come up with 200 extra... He apparently stopped paying as well, so I'm either gonna get moved away from you, or pay an extra $200, which feels weird, but... So she's gonna kick you out. Isn't it more expensive for her to move you at this point? Yeah, it's that's what that's I was a thinking. prime box or whatever. Yeah, because I'm paying the full box. rent. <laughs> prime box. You're, you're already there, so where's yeah. she going to move you to? That if listen, if we need to, I can try to chip in. No, no, no. Theoretically, no, we should make enough money. I'll get it figured out. I just um, I have that IOU from Callus. I could just have him start paying it. No, I'll I'll get it figured out. Just didn't That's know cool. if you knew anything about it. <laughs> Been a weird weird 24 hours. So no, I'll I'll try to think into my past a bit, but come. Gray, gray, critic is not right. one that stands out. Yeah, and I don't know why they would want us paired together, but here we are. It's because they knew we would be the best of friends, and we would just get along and be happy. And I'm sure it's all good things. And I mean, happy is all. relative. Let's be honest here, but sure. All right, listen. I know you had <sighs> a bad couple of days, but you don't have to be jerk about it. I mean, I. You are great. Thank you. Yeah. That's all I needed to hear. Listen, get some sleep. We should okay. definitely have a conversation about, you know, she like looks around the car, like the the body and yeah. uh, your brother. I'll mm-hmm. reach out to some of my old contacts and see if they've heard of any annoying net runners with horrible tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, but. I should have told Lumi about the tattoo. I'll ask her about it. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's probably something that's good to put out there. I'm gonna get, go to sleep yeah. and deal with this in the morning. Get some sleep. Um, Can you check on my in my apartment? I haven't been there in a yeah. while, and I want to make sure none of my shit is gone. Yeah, I I gotta call Reka and Flynn first, but yeah, I'll I'll make sure. I'll check right. on it. I'm gonna try to deal with good whatever luck. Roger is. Yeah. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good night. CC. Good night. Then I will. Hang up and make some quick calls to Reka and Flynn to give them the deets on the job. Okay, yeah, they're very happy. Flynn, you know, lightly teases you, but is very thankful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then asks if Lumi got anything. And Reka is super happy and thanks you profusely. Yeah, and I'll tell Reka, and it's a vending machine, so you better not be lifting it yourself. Take Flynn if you have to. Oh, I know, Just- I know, I know. I'm not porcelain. I'm just pregnant. I mean, they both start with P, so calm down. <laughs> All right, and then I will cry myself to sleep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, did you check on Sapphire's apartment? Yes. Sorry, I will do the calls, go check on Saf's apartment, and then cry myself to sleep. Uh, Sapphire's apartment has been ripped apart. <laughs> so I won't cry myself <laughs> to sleep. I will call Saf back. <laughs> It's like completely turned over. Everything is like strewn about. Like looks like someone was looking for something. Great, I need my ringtone. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. It's your Skype ringtone. Is that what I'm doing? 
Yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> ding, ding, Sounds ding. like an A-team theme to me. <laughs> That's what it's I like heard. It's like a mix of the A-team theme and Skull <laughs> Skype. <laughs> yeah, Cece, I thought I'd, you were going to sleep. You need to get home. Your shit's torn to th- shreds. What? Did you expect this to happen? What's going on? No, of course I didn't expect it to happen. But like where we live, it's worth checking. I don't know what's going on. This is there's a lot of druggies that know where I live, so it might be nothing. Saf, this is more than just a druggie breaking in. This looks intentional. Great. Weird man paying for your rent, and my apartment's destroyed. All right, I will. Is there get anything home. you want me to check on right now? Like, is there anything in particular they'd be looking for? I don't. I don't know. I will check when I get home. I'm gonna worry about Roger first, because either they found it and it's gone, or they didn't, and it will still be there later. So, I'm gonna deal with Roger, make sure that he's okay, and then see if Kat will gracefully give me a ride back to my home, because he's done so much driving today, I feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thank you okay. for letting me know, though. Take care, be careful. I'll lock it back up, I'll see you when you get back. Great. There isn't anyone still in the apartment, right? <laughs> yeah, boo! No. <laughs> it's just a know. dude staring at you. <laughs> yeah, just as I'm on the phone. Oh, hey there. So, Andy, there's yes. a particular item I think I know. you know. Yep. Do you keep that on your person, or would that have been in nope, your... No, that would have been in my... It would have been in your apartment? Mm-hmm. Give Correct. me a conceal object check, assuming it was hidden. That's a 13. Okay. Um. So we drop off uh, Roger and Sapphire. Roger, you're pretty sure that uh, Sapphire's talking about you on the phone. <laughs> She's like kind of hush-hush and keeps looking at you and like <laughs> not nicely, you know what I mean? And like pretty sure she's talking shit about you, honestly. You get on the phone quite a bit in this last few minutes. Yeah, I've been talking to Cece. Oh, isn't that weird? We just dropped her off. Someone broke into my home. Really? Sounds suspicious. <laughs> That's just really. awfully convenient for you, isn't it? No, it's really not. You <laughs> probably stole a bunch <laughs> of my shit. Mm-hmm. Shit that I've never seen before. Have you wanted to come back to my apartment? Maybe. All right, I feel like this conversation is going in a different direction. Cat's going to turn his head and you just see heart emojis. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate me so much? What? I don't. We were just discussing you coming back to my apartment and now you think I hate you. Why do you think I hate you? Because you keep talking shit about me behind me back. <laughs> to whom? I talk shit about you to you. Why would I say it behind your back? Because it must be worse. Mm. So I'm saving the especially bad comments for Cece on the phone while I'm in the car with you. Right, I heard you whispering. Because you can just say it. Someone broke into my home. Mm. What What do you think I said? Sounded like a lot to me. Like you said, Roger sucks. He's a big dumb idiot. Can't do anything right. He's on drugs and I can't go home to take care of my problems because I have to take care of his. Do you have these internal thoughts a lot? Do you regularly call yourself, like, bad and all these kinds of things? I heard those words with my own ears, verbatim. 
free therapy. Just giving it out for free. Um, and with that, we've arrived at Hawk's Landing. Um, I'm not telling Roger that we've arrived. I'm just letting this go. You're just sitting in the garage. You are. This You're just time, sitting there. I'm just been parked as these were raining. Yeah, Kat's also driving really slow. <laughs> Roger, what do you want me to say? Sorry. Do you want help finding your bed? I am sorry for whatever you heard in your head. Let us start. There, there you go. <laughs> and if you ever really want to see all of my stuff that's been destroyed and stolen, you are more than welcome to just, you know, show up. Is that better? I narrow my eyes. Hmm. It's Do just awful help? convenient, isn't it? What part of it isn't convenient? None of it is convenient. <laughs> Cats, can you, are we here? Can you drive faster? Just look out the window. We are here. I'm going to get out of the car, and I'm going to help you find your bandmates so they can talk shit to you. Yeah, we gotta get onto that. Right? They're the ones that are definitely talking shit about you. We should probably go catch them in the act. What do you think? I look confused. Like, I don't... Like, it's all happening very <laughs> fast. <laughs> exactly. Right. I kind of stumble into the Hawks landing. Yes, right. I'm gonna look for his, like, pants along the way and all the clothes that were thrown out at some point. Can I check to see if the bag of clothes I gathered up and left in the parking spot is still here <laughs> i feel like the parking spot i mentioned is kind of like actually concealed like it's got like a a garage door so i don't think anyone yeah. would have taken it so yeah i think it is there i'm gonna toss them into the the, the smuggling spot I'm not telling them i have them <laughs> okay wow all right just ensuring that they disappear <laughs> forever along with the cryo tank that still haven't told us about I'm sure if I just kind of follow Roger inside. All right, what are you doing, Roger? Uh, is there a PA at the Hawks Landing? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, like, it's starting to, like, close up for the night. People are, like, wiping everything down, and then, yeah, on stage, there's a PA. I'll get on stage, and I'll say, uh, to all the members of Spinal Scepter, we're having an important meeting about the future of our band in five minutes. (laughs) So meet me backstage. The microphone's like squealing really loudly, like you're pointing it the wrong direction, making all sorts of noise. I can hear that squelching sound. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think, um, I think Benny and Cowboy Buffalo probably headed home for the day, and Waffles is drinking, and he kind of slowly turns around. <laughs> And looks at you alone on stage, shouting again as they're kind of like closing up. And he shakes his head. That means you, Waffles. Get in here. Uh, he squints his little platypus eyes. Roger, how fucking high are you? What does that have to do with anything? All right, let's hear it. Go ahead, big guy. We're playing a club in three weeks called the Rusted Thunder. You got us a gig? That's fucking great. We've been playing here for weeks. And if you don't like it, you can fucking shove off. <laughs> I'm really impressed you took some initiative, Roger. Listen, I don't want to hear that kind of lip. <laughs> I did everything I could. I don't have lips. I have a bill. Wait a minute, are you not yelling at me? What is happening here? You got us a show at a new club? That's awesome. I came in full throttle, expecting you to be a little asshole like you always are. What is happening right now? I have been telling you to get us shows for fucking weeks. 
Why would I be mad at you for getting us a show? Is it some sort of fucking shitty <laughs> backwater religious place or is it like a real club? Well, I mean, you described it pretty well, but it's also a pretty cool club. There's a guy named the dealer who runs the place and he's a really cool guy. I think you guys would get along. Are we getting paid? Yeah, you guys are getting paid. I'm taking a personal hit on this one. He stares at you. He's like, I, I'm, I'm, thank you. You're welcome. That's all I want. If you're going to be the front man of the band is for you to schedule us shows and to write music. What did you think I wanted? I don't know. I thought you were going to say something crazy about how you didn't want to do it. I've been yelling at you for weeks to do this. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm a little agitated that you don't listen to me. Oh, I've got some bad news. I don't have any new songs for the show, so we're just going to have to play what we've been playing. I, I'm going to take the win on this one. You're being much more receptive than I anticipated. I got all coked up. You did get coked up. I knew you got coked up. <laughs> Stop doing coke. It was a fan. It was out at the Trumery Brewery. I wish we could play there. Yeah. You know, I if you write new pop. music, I bet we could play at the Shroomery Brewery. That didn't even come into the equation. They told me we had to be much more famous. Well, you know how you get more famous. Oh, my God. Don't even say it. You almost wrote a song about burgers. I figured you wouldn't like it. Well, how's it go? I trashed it, mate. I I forgot how it goes. I totally trashed it. Ah, you know, maybe you could take like a recording. It was like burger, burger, burger every day. Burger all the way. No, eat a burger. Yeah, all right. Stop it. (laughs) No magic. See, I told you. See, this is the kind of attitude I expected. I'm saying thank you. So there's three things I want. Oh, now you want something from me. Shut the fuck up. I want to play shows. I would like new music. And I don't want you to do coke. What am I supposed to turn down a fan when they say, hey, you want free coke? Yes. Yes. That's going to ruin our image. No, it's not. Why don't you just, like, take it and, like, sneak it? Like, put it in a bag. Put it down your sleeve. That seems awfully complicated. Seems much easier to just do the drugs. It seems easier to you to do cocaine. Okay. No, so we're at 33%, which is good because we were at 0%. So, no, I am tentatively happy with your leadership right now. Well, listen, I won't make a habit out of doing the cocaine. Speaking of cocaine, make a resist drug check DV15. (laughs) (laughs) You need to roll a 16 or higher. It's resist drugs. Might be time for that luck to come out. Under endurance body skills. I really do think I'm going to have to pump a lot of luck into this roll. Might as well. 16. (laughs) As you say that sentence, you very nearly become addicted to synth coke. Did you pump all of your luck into that? That was literally all (laughs) my All of his luck. (laughs) That is... You have eight luck? I am a very lucky boy. Nice. Good thing you weren't tired. So on and so forth. Good thing I didn't give the dealer any of my luck. He knew. Yeah. He knew. Mm-hmm. It's like he saw my future when he read my cards. It is like that. So you feel this like deep pit in the back of like your like where your spinal cord meets your brain. You feel this like sinking feeling for just a moment, and then you just you shake it off, and you are not addicted. Woo! <laughs> that is going to be where we have to end our episode for tonight, everyone. Um. We are going to figure out what is next next time. And 
we should have our exec back. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. If you could, check out our Discord. It's discord.gg slash thehomebrewpodcast. Uh, if you hop in there, you can talk to our lovely edge runners as well as learn all about all of our other shows and hang out with a really cool community. Um, and then you can also go to actualplaypods.com, get links to our Patreon, get links to uh, other shows I mentioned, all that fun stuff. Again, it's actualplaypods.com. Special thanks to Maiko for the theme music. See you all next week for episode four of The Homebrew. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, Rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, Zombie Dad, Belmont, Hunter of the Unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to The Last Guppy, Last of His Kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the cat burger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King. Previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock column formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands Off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip, a tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot, Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. And the illustrious Kantuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights. Special thanks to Ariar, the Warforged monk who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. Might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy. Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means. Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, Destroyer of the Multiverse, forever trapped in a frying pan. Hopefully not Grundle's frying pan. We can't forget about Den the Friend, the governor of flowers. Nap with him in the rolling fields of flowers. Experience having a true friend. What's the deal with all this fungus among us lately, you ask? Well, you can thank Trip for all that. You know, Trip, the druid that chooses to fight the darkness with mushrooms. Well, hey, at least they seem like a fun guy. Can't forget about Zero, the time-traveling druid. Wait, who? Three cheers for Cerberus Rising, an improbable pirate pulling off improbable heists, when they're not being a danger to everyone. 
And we can't forget about Finn M, the Ace of Spades. I wonder what other cards he got up his sleeve. Hmm, we better watch out for this fella, Chris Madison. He's the Vape King. He'll smoke ya. Welcome aboard Stand, a sentient celestial music stand who fell through a planar rift and appeared in the Hawk's cargo bay one day. Maybe I should multi-class into Bard. Can't forget about the Defiant. Join the crew. Just a game with Grundle. Yeah, and he's really good, too. A little too good, if you ask me. Welcome, Sarmoth. The dream-weaving shadow of exile. Embrace the shadows. Unleash the dream. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.